man was a hypocrite in my honest opinion he really was i didn't find anything about him to be healing he insulted uh, african-american women on a consistent basis uh one of his last statements that uh he said was that if you're over 38 and you haven't married or something like that that you're no good and disposable um to me it was a shock jock and you know I hope this is teaching folks a lesson about the karma that you put out, the negativity that you put out in the world, that when karma comes knocking at your door, she might not be so kind. So, you know, the fact that he uh, killed over real quick and was uh, supposedly with a woman that we don't know, yet know the nationality. Um, rest in peace. I didn't. Okay, so that was my first time hearing uh, Vivica Fox talk about um, Kevin Samuel's passing. Um, That was wild. It was that was wild. You know, it's a you know, it's been a lot of a lot of back and forth. You know, he's gone. And now, you know, you got the men and the women, you know, saying you hearing a lot of men saying one thing, a lot of women saying the other thing. You know, I mean, when it comes to that kind of thing, I I just, uh, you know, Sugi and I have had our private conversations and DMs regarding it. Um, but you know, I don't, I don't wish death on anybody like that. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he did say a lot of shit that was very, it resonated with a lot of women. He did say a lot of shit to men too. Um, the thing is we got to understand, I've never, I'll say this. I've never listened to his full podcast or show. Mm -hmm. Never. Only thing I've always heard was you know, these clips, which, which brings in the bread and butter, those, those shot clips, that's mm-hmm. a, a clip. So I can't speak on how did he do that all across the board, nonstop. And also people called in, you know, we, Suki, you, we've talked about this tons of times. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we could talk about what he's saying, but you know, it's a gender that is calling in women and men, you know, and I think they're doing it just to say like, yo, that motherfucker, I think it turned into a thing like, yo, Kevin Samuels roasted me, da, 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 da. Um, which is weird, but like, I'll say this, the times I've heard him come at a man, I didn't take any, anything from it because he was speaking to that one man. It wasn't me. It wasn't, you know, he said things like he said things. If a nigga don't make a certain amount of money, nobody going to want you. He said things, but I don't, you know, I don't take his, I didn't take anything he said to, um, to like, I didn't take it personal. Although I don't think it was right. The things that he would say, Mm -hmm. um, I think that he probably had a better way to say it, but because of the fact that it kept him winning and it, so to speak, like people kept clicking on his links, people kept saying things. Um, and he, listen, I'm telling you in this, in this industry, in the podcast industry, if you're getting likes, if you're getting hits and regardless of whatever you're doing, people are still kind of, and that's engagement. You're usually being disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Clickbait. yeah. It's clickbait. And people are still doing it. People are calling in, you're getting engagements. He's going to keep doing it. Or, those clips are still going to, it's going to keep coming. Cause I don't, I don't know. Like, again, I've, I'm going to say this and I'll let you talk to Like I haven't listened from any of his whole joint. So I don't know if he, this is for an hour long. He's just going in on men and women. I don't know that. I don't know what he's did, but that shit is crazy. I did listen to the 911 call. Uh, felt bad. Yeah, and I, I think that woman was it. a nurse. Um, and they were trying, all I know is the, the person, the, the, what really sucks is the person that um, 
the woman that was in the trying to bring him back to life, she was like, you know, trying to resuscitate him. She was like, you know, he's turning blue. I don't know what to do. And the woman, and I understand as a, a person that has to take those 911 calls, yeah. has to have the same, a calm voice because, you know, you don't you want to de- de-escalate the situation. And the she was giving vibes like she was on her last hour at McDonald's, hey, the way yeah. she was talking. She was like, ma'am, where are you? Is it an apartment or a house? Cause I need to know. Like it was like, and she was like, you know, of course this man. I wonder was, if the does the person's name pop up when you call, like on a call ID hey, or yo, something. I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm not doing that with curious. you. I'm not doing that. I'm not with trying you. to like be funny or anything. How do you feel about the whole thing, Suki? Um. Well, well let's talk. What? How do you feel about what Vivica said? I'm sorry, I went off on a tangent. I'm gonna say this. Um, shout outs to my old coworker Bob, who um bought Bob me. for marketing. He damn near could have been. Um, he used to market the fuck out of the Amish market to everybody. I, love the I think market. he had a, a hand in that or that something. Is the truth. He used to always bring us back some rotisserie chicken from there. <laughs> but he also knew that I was an avid reader. I'm sure most of y'all think I don't read, but I do. And um, I love books on audio. That is actually my guilty pleasure. Is that reading? No, no, no. I like I like an actual book. I do not like Kindles. Somebody Mm -hmm. purchased me a Kindle. I I took it back at a time because I'm not ready for a Kindle. Mm -hmm. I like books like I want an actual book. But I do like for long trips, like when I'm driving somewhere far, I do like a good book on audio. Um, And my mom also used to listen to a lot of Stephen King, like because I love horror, like Mm -hmm. novels and things like that. Um, A lot of those on the way home when she would pick me up from school, listening to a book. But anywho, he purchased me the Patty Pearls book, which mm-hmm. was, I guess, Patty LaBelle's autobiography. Okay. Um, and that book was instrumental in changing my life because it made me think about the mark that you leave behind. Yeah. Like when you go somewhere, you know. So she talked about how she missed out on pivotal points of mothering and parenting and being a, a great family member because she always wanted to tour. And she selected the money and the fame and the opportunities sometimes over the parenting piece. Right. So she said that when you die, people, your character is was heavy. Like yeah. that is what is left behind. I don't think that we get to tell people how to grieve a loss. Yeah. Um, and I think we all have to understand that um, it's just like if somebody in our family passes, you may have a good connection with auntie, but I did not. Yeah. Like if everything is deep rooted in our connection, that was like negative. Mm-hmm. I may not be as sad as you know, yeah. you were. Yeah. Um, I experienced that with a couple family members that I lost because mm-hmm. I remember how these people treated me as a kid. Mm-hmm. I can't really connect any sorrow mm-hmm. to your passing because mm-hmm. you treated me like shit. So yeah. I don't really have, it's unfortunate that you're not here, Yeah, but I don't really give a fuck. Like, it's kind of like if a, a person you just met tells you that they're, a family member dies you don't you feel bad for I feel them, bad for them but yes. I, it doesn't affect me one way I, or the other I don't other. know like yeah, yeah, yeah I have empathy and I understand but also so I say that to say the the reason why I went all around the mulberry bush to get to this point was that like A you don't get to tell people how to grieve mm-hmm. B you don't realize the type of impact that you have on the world mm-hmm. like um, right wrong or indifferent and I don't think people are per se like wishing death on this person mm-hmm. I think they're t- saying I think what women are saying is like all of these things which you talked about dying alone and all of this negative like things that were spewed out. I think someone said it on our show before, or I think you might've said it Dolo, but like the battle of the sex thing that we're doing currently mm-hmm. is not helpful. Yes, it's, like, gender war. It's, it's not helpful for us. And I'm going to say specifically to black men. Absolutely. And women. It's really not helpful for us. So 
to me, I think where women are disgusted is like, you don't get to tell me how to feel about how a person has made me feel. Mm -hmm. Number one. Number two, it's not wishing death on nobody. Where some people extreme, yes, but we all know people have these these uh, goddamn phones and everybody has a talk point or a think point on something. And so, you know, take the meat and leave the bones with everything. It is elements of it that is disrespectful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But I also think in terms of how people view Kevin Samuels, like, I think it's the caliber of men that um, watch his content. A lot of these men seem to like buy into that three three to 50 second clip Mm -hmm. and they want to push the narrative in their relationship or in the space that they're in. But you're not even you missing the other parts of the type of man that, that he's also saying you need to be as well. Yeah. And so I think like where people are disgusted, like. This may be an unpopular opinion, but I think niggas are mourning the fathers that they never had. Like when they saying they said that this man has passed away. Y'all really don't have any positive outlooks on like what it takes to be a a man unless you have like a stand up pops. Like if your dad is a stand up man, Uh like, you know, I'm not talking about a real nigga. I'm talking about like a stand up guy. Uh You have actual like visuals on how this person treats your mom. Well, your sisters or your aunties, et cetera. I think you govern yourself a little bit different. A lot of these men that like Kevin Samuels, like when you go talk to them, they don't have no interaction with their parent, mm-hmm. like their father. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a key key to say those things to women, but nobody could say that about y'all fat ass mothers. So that's what I'm <laughs> confused about. All right. <laughs> y'all know what it is. Be pregnant. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? This is a... Uh, Happy Mother's Day to y'all fat-ass mothers. <laughs> and I am Dolo. <laughs> I'm Suki. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, we uh, we back. We back again for the 90th time. Um, that was, the, yeah, that Kevin Samuels thing, I really do think that 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 um, it was crazy. Like, I, you know, like I said, we had our quick exchange of it, but I kind of, like, stepped away from it because it was like, yo, that man... I, I one I was really shocked. I didn't know he was fifty six. It's like the man looked at the end of that he looked good for his age. Yeah, Did yeah. Not, I mean fifty six. Not as I get older and closer to forty, fifty six ain't that. Right. That, you know what I'm saying? That's not old. You know to me. Um, <clears throat> but like the that whole Kevin Samuels thing is, is, is crazy, and I totally agree with what you said. Is like it's both sides of the fence. Like you know he did say a lot of hurt and disheartening things. Um, and you know, there's no, like that the, stuff don't elevate us. Yeah. It don't like, elevate. It's not uplifting. No. Um, but neither is King listening to mad rap trap and all that. Right. So, but you even know, on our end as women, like saying men ain't shit, men ain't shit, men ain't shit. Like it's, it's, and I, and I'm, I'll listen. tell you, I'm queen B and saying y'all niggas ain't shit, but some of y'all are really not like, but also too, some of the things that this man said, it really never resonated with me because I'm not that kind of woman. Yeah. And so yes, I don't really I totally give a fuck. Agree. No, like, I totally agree. I don't and care. And I, you know, I can agree with you, but at the same time, I don't give a fuck. The thing is, I, I, I would hear like, you know, like I said, after, and I've, I've been vocal about it, like after the last ladies night that it was like for me to keep hearing. And I know it, it wasn't about me. I never dated cringy. any of those like, women. Where you be like, yeah, uh, like, yeah, like it's only but so much that anybody would take. Like, I get it. I know I'm, 
like I don't know. I'm sorry, but, but you we know. can't take away from people's experiences, right? And, that, you know, and, and right. like that's really yeah. what it boils down to. Like yeah. you have to understand that how I experience an individual versus how someone else does we could know the same person and have two totally different interactions and history with this person i'm gonna say you don't get to determine how people will grieve for you when you leave this earth you don't you know what i mean because somebody i could go tomorrow somebody gonna have something negative probably to say about me and i'm gonna have to take that well you don't have no choice you're you're gone Perhaps okay. I might be, you know. Speaking of speaking hula, of hula dancing, speaking, on a, speaking of that, in purgatory. You, have you heard about the? Uh, I don't want to go. We're going to in a second. Uh, how was your week, Suki? How was your Mother's Day? You do anything? Like, how was everything? Um, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to bro, 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 bro. all the mothers, <laughs> mothers, aunties, and soon to be uh, mothers, bonus mothers. Who you thought it was okay? New mothers, for him not to pull out. I just found out I was pregnant. Mothers. After uh, the grand marier, all those mothers, that baby gonna be stupid. Hey yo, swirl, <laughs> uh, mom dizzy, <laughs> <laughs> <You're> stupid. <laughs> but yeah, oh shit, yeah. Um, my week was cool. Mother's Day was lit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought about Nick Cannon on Mother's Day. Like, what does his schedule look like? You probably wake up real. He's. I think he mentioned it. I think he, he said. Did? I think he said it starts off around seven in the morning. Oh my! With God. him just like. I don't like I see like shit like that. Like, like, so what for, are you doing? here's the thing for me, I don't have a problem. Like, you know, having What's multiple too many kids. baby mothers. That's the part, though. You're having multiple kids with a whole bunch of different women. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. I don't care about like you're that's different. Fan. Like you're you are like you're a breeder. You're a breeder. Which is you make falling Spangles, right into what white, what, what, what white men Frenchies. used to how they used to look at us when we were on the chopping block, uh, but that's a lot of broken homes. You you know, and so I don't that care how much me, money that you me got. Back to our point earlier, uh-huh. most of the men that follow these strange hotep ideologies, <laughs> yeah, you Doctor Umar ass motherfuckers, yeah, y'all are weird. Y'all want all these kids and feel like you should have access to multiple women and all of that, not realizing for a it requires a substantial income yeah. to have multiple wives or women and households. B, I think you may have the funds, yes, but on another hand, I think emotionally. And like you, you do not broke. have you, you can't give all of that to all broke, them. My nigga. There's no way you can do all that. You can't. Some you can't. kid is gonna fall short because even in a, a household where both the parents stay in a household, a kid and, ends up falling but listen, short. Sometimes. But also that's both sides. Cause what like let's say this, right? Mm-hmm. What does that say about the woman too? I don't think he's trapping these women. No, I would never I, sign know, up to be with a man. I barely want to sign up to like, be with uh, a like, man. With I'm one not talking kid. about the like I'm not talking about Mariah Carey because those were his first kids, right? Right. Yes. That was his first kids. But what about baby mother four? You know what I'm saying? Baby mother four. Like, you know, do you know this nigga passed and you don't think that you're his future for real, for real? Or do you just trying he to show get, up are all you, the maternity are you, are you, are you, photos, though? But are you in it for the money then? But it so might then, be. so if that's the case, y'all just breeding and like you're not thinking about what's going to happen to this kid and how this could affect this kid. You just I think that of, that's disgusting. It is, Like, honestly, man. it's disgusting. Like, I, I, I'm just going to have to stand on that. Like, I know, you know, niggas get the court glasses and start saying expeditiously a lot yeah. or, you know, they get a turban and now they want to talk to us about being, uh, having regular, regulated pH and, oh you know, alkaline water and all of this shit. But y'all are disgusting. Yeah. Y'all are still having unprotected sex. So yeah. beyond, like, the pregnancy piece, Herpes, yeah. you know? Yeah. All the other things. Like, I just noticed, like, 
again, in hindsight of men that I've spoken to that are rallying behind Kevin Samuels, they don't think that Cannon's behavior is problematic. They are probably the worst type of men to be around Mm -hmm. because they they don't even realize that their villain origin story is their mother. Like, that's probably why you're fucked up. Number one. Number two, if you want a dad... You could have joined like the Big Brothers program or something like that. that. Like, I that think part. we really need to watch who we are like leaning into for support like, yeah. and advice. Yeah. Who we procreating with. Cause a lot of us, we mess up our own dinner table. Like we make a mess yep. on our own. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I digress. Y'all know y'all fucking stupid sometimes. So your mother's like, day. It was lit. We took my mother out. She definitely ran up a check on me. Good. What you mean, good? Good. Good for who? Good for her. But she had a good time. Um, we did dinner, well, a early, a early lunch, uh-huh. and that was nice. Um, we went to the oxygen bar. I love that. Suki WYD me so many times that day. I'm thinking she <laughs> wanted to, her mother to come over and see my house, and I responded to every single one, and she never responded. She just kept, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh, nothing." Just I'm picked sorry. up the crib. Da 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 da. No response. Then a few hours later, WYD. Nothing, just chilling, watching TV, right. no response. That was my WID. Fault. I didn't respond after the last one. I, know. I was over it. Yeah. It was, it was I over apologize. it. I apologize. What um, good? But yeah, Mother's Day was cool this week. Um, ooh. Ooh, you ever had that feeling like I earned my check? Yeah, man. Week? Absolutely. Like some weeks you like, ooh, got out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I finessed y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they finessed me mm. this week. Um, I had to let go of one of my jobs um, today. Uh, well, Actually, Thursday. Why? Um, you signed a disclosure saying you can only work. Nah, for one. just my 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 full time job wasn't really trying to be so flexible with like allowing me to do the other job. Like on, they kind of they strong armed me into a corner, but tried to play it nice. Were you like, working two jobs at the same time? Nah. Oh, they, I was gonna say what the fuck. Mm, I had just presented like an alternative um, to happen. I guess. Well, let me back up. So. I can't go into too much detail, but to sum it up is this. So we are a part of a bigger organization that is uh, countrywide across the United States. Right. Mm -hmm. So what my job does, there are several other entities that do the same thing. And we're all a part of like a big network. Okay. Mm -hmm. So in a part of being a part of the network, there were two people that ended up resigning from the network um, that worked specifically for the the big the big hub, they mm-hmm. resigned, citing that there were some practices that were like racist and among some other shit um, that you know I do believe to be true. Mm-hmm. Those letters were publicly um, sent out in a blast to everybody in the um, network. Some people got it, some people didn't, mm-hmm. but they, these two women, um, one who was Latino, one who was African American, they st- they stepped down. Then they had two board members then step down. Um, mm. Black women resign. So, um, you know, it's kind of like shaking up a lot of shit and I guess making people think differently. And now they're like doing internal investigations. You know, um, one thing I will say, I don't think that cultural competency or, um, you know, diversity and inclusion should be led by white women. I think that that's very dangerous, dangerous. and that's dumb. it's very strange. Um, when you have people that will even set themselves to be on the front line of leading something like that. Yeah. Number one, especially when majority of your, uh, majority of the kids that you work with are children of color or black Latino, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I'm not quite understanding yeah. how this connects. Yeah. 
So there were a couple instances that I was experiencing. I wonder if white people know that they have like that they are doing Mike, like that they're doing a microaggression in that moment. Know. I think or they, like they, they really I think it's really ignorance. Okay. Sorry. That, oh, shit. That's I cool. No, 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 like, no. Damn, it's heavy. It's no. your leg going yeah, yeah, in. My bad, cool. friend. But um, yeah, I don't know if they know that they're doing that or like if they don't give a fuck or both. And so it started really pissing me off. Like, I don't like to read into like belittling like or racist ass behaviors. And I don't want to coin everything to be racist either. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm just like, you're not reading the room. Yeah. Um, and so I had to meet with like a consultant to talk about some of my concerns as a person of color. And then when I had made a comment saying that I was like the first black person in this role, they tried to bring up another black girl who was there before me. And I said, she didn't work with this grade level. She worked with another one. Mm -hmm. Number one, number two, we are not the same. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just leave it at that. Oh, it was. We're not the same black girl. Oh, she, yeah. We not the same. I got you. And so I think white people are using diversity um, as a checkbox, Mm -hmm. almost like I feel like sometimes some organizations are like the just like that series, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the uh, spinoff for uh, Sex in the City, Mm -hmm. where it looks like y'all are purposely trying to check boxes. If anybody watched the uh, reboot, you know that they had a trans person, they had a non-binary person, they found a black person. It looked like they was just trying to check boxes and really didn't develop these characters' stories well. Like Mm -hmm. it it just it got really cringy at a certain point. Well, how did this? How did? Oh, you really can't go. How did we get here? No, how did you get to the point where like you couldn't get that other like you couldn't. Can you, you can't talk about it? I can't. I mean. It's cool. No, I didn't know if I just misunderstood. How I got, well, how I got to that point was they weren't really trying to be flexible. There was a way to be flexible around it. Uh-huh. But then I kind of got like, you told me no. Tell me no without saying that you're telling me no. Oh, okay. Like, that's what it is. So, you know how people want to present something to you. Like, I could give you $20, but in order for you to give you to give you the $20, you know, you'd have to maybe go be naked outside for 10 hours. Mm-hmm. And But I know that's something that's probably really not, you're comfortable, yeah. you're not comfortable doing. Yeah. So, you're going to end up, what, declining the $20, right? Yeah. So... There was an option that was presented to me that was not realistic, uh-huh. that wouldn't be able to be done. There were two of them, both of them very unrealistic, very just like weird. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that the per- person in a right mind would definitely say no mm-hmm. to both. Um, and yeah, I just wasn't feeling it like. Mm-hmm. My question is working in um, shout outs to anybody that is working in predominantly white spaces. It is very exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Ashley reminded it. me that I'm going to have to reaffirm my boundaries every time with people like all the time, like all the time. Repeat, 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 repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's exhausting. Yeah. I, yeah. I've, yeah. I know it was a mouthful of my week, but um, oh, yeah. yeah, that we were just on your week. Yeah. Oh, but cool. nonprofit uh, work environments, you know, just because you work in a nonprofit does not absolve you from toxic work culture. I de- I definitely agree with that. I, like they're probably the worst. I had a client <laughs> that was a nonprofit organization some years ago, and that was I didn't like it at all. It was it was very irritating. I had to deal with the um the board members and pretty much the the main board member of the place, and I didn't I didn't like that whole feeling. It was really it was really weird. 
Anyway, um, my weekend was good. Did you did you get a lot of um? Did you get a lot of Mother's Day cards? Women always do that. Y'all always. Did you get a lot of people Mother's Day cards? I didn't get anybody cards. Okay. Um, I did send out lots of Mother's Day texts. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I, I got you. I'm look. And like I had people wish me. I always think it's weird when they wish me happy Mother's Day. But they, when they don't know you, they just got to say it. Well, no, they say it because like, well, what one person wrote, it was very long message, but it was beautiful. It made me cry. But that, you Sucker. know, women are nurturing and mm-hmm. they are mother. They are doing the mothering, even if they are not biologically a mom, mm-hmm. when they're supporting, you know, kids and, oh, you know, nah. other people. Yeah. Like, so that was very nice. Okay. I, um, well, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I sent out a few texts. Um, I'm really getting sick of Mother's Day. It's just so expensive. Yeah. Um, I sent my mother something and Harlan's mother something. Nice, nice. Um, I, uh, <laughs> it was a whole thing. The lady at the, I tried to get my, um, so I got a, you know, I got a fire table, right? The fire pit uh-huh. thing. And um, I ended up decorating with Jolo. <laughs> I I ended up getting two. Um, and before I was gonna sell, I kind of like I got two by a mistake. Mm-hmm. So I had another one, and I was either gonna return it or sell it. Like that was it. I wasn't gonna like try to give. I wasn't giving this shit away for free because right. that shit costs a lot of money, and I could at least get my money back for it. And then I was talking to my mother earlier before the week before Mother's Day. I was like, you know, my, do you want, want one? I can, you know, you can have mine. I'm, I don't, it's no need for me to like, I'm not going to give it to anybody else. If anybody right. else wanted, they can get it. They could purchase it, but I'll give it to you. It could be a Mother's Day gift. You know, she was like, yeah, we can, you know, her words exactly. like, yeah, you can send it to me and we can do Kumbaya around it. That's what she said. So I'm like, all right. I was, I had to get that to her. Um, couldn't cause I found out shipping is very expensive. They wanted like three hundred and something dollars for it. Uh, yeah, that thing so, is heavy. Yeah, so that didn't happen. But I'm gonna bring it to her, and I'm gonna bring it to her um, when I go back to Buffalo for the fourth. Like okay. in like yeah, for the fourth. You gonna drive up with it? Um, my father is coming down here last week in June, oh, okay. and then he want to see the house now, and he Aww. wants to go to the bar where I DJ. He wants to do all that stuff, so he's gonna drive down, and then we are gonna fly up. I mean, he's gonna we're gonna drive back up to Buffalo, and I'm gonna fly back. But that time I'll, you know, just pack it up. But that's still like, that doesn't negate my mother needs something now. Cause I, that was going to be my out. Like, yeah, here you go. My happy mother's day. Love you. Blah, blah, blah. And that could have been a gift. Now I still have to get her something like in the whole. Is that her applying the pressure or you applying the pressure for yourself? applying the pressure. Okay. Cause she needs something. She deserves it. You right. know, and that's my mother. So I was like, all right, fuck. And this whole time we, I had been keeping up. I was like going to UPS, FedEx. Now we, here we are at Wednesday. And I went to the last spot and they charged, there was some charges like, we can do it for 279. I was like, no, that's, that's not happening. I'm not paying that much to get this free item to my mother. So, um, now I'm like, fuck, I got to get her something. And my mother is the woman that gets stuff herself. Like she don't wait for nobody. So like, I don't know what to get her, but one thing we always talk about, we love Home Depot, right? So I got her a nice card. I wrote her a nice message in the card, heartfelt, um, which I rarely don't because our family don't really share, overly share like feelings and love shit. And yeah, love and affection. Um, you know how I fuck with you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because I literally have text my mother, literally text my mother, I love you, Ma, and she texts back, back at you. 
I'm like, ma, tell me you love me. Okay. Just, just Aww. say, respond, you know? But anyway, I wrote it as heartfelt uh, thing and I went, um, got it. doubt you can always pull up a Kevin Samuels video for hey, closure. Hey, yo, chill. <laughs> and, uh, I, <laughs> and I, um, gave her a Home Depot card and sent that off and I got her mother, um, Harlan's mother, um, her favorite flowers, uh, is peonies. 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 Oh, that's how you say it? Peonies, yeah. Mm. Um, since her those in a cart, so I'd be something new. And um, yeah, that was it. And that was that was two hundred dollars. Everything that for two people. But like I said, like you know, I always ask people, what do you think? All right, let me ask you this: yeah. as a woman, as a woman, what what do you allow? All right, if you're dating a man that has a child, right, mm-hmm. and he loves and he has no weird situation with the mother of his child, uh-huh. do you? What is the cutoff? Does he, can he get her something for Mother's Day? Uh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> like, seriously. I think it depends on, you know, where the line is, where it's inappropriate or Well, not. yeah, like, I mean, like. And you could always say it's from the kid or something like yeah, that, yeah, I yeah. guess. Like, you but know, no, from right. in Harlan. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, like, here. what is the, like, what's the extent, though? Like, how can, you, like. You ain't buying you're not buying this nice lady no necklace. Okay, or yeah, like I, you I, could I, send her some flowers yeah, or something yeah, yeah. or like an edible arrangement. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. I don't right. think I don't think a gift card is appropriate. What like, is the age? What's the, all right, so check this out. What's, and I got another one to add on to that. What's the age range? So like if the child like for the child, like if the child is if the child is 15. I'm okay, I'm still okay with that. You, you still? can still send her. That is the mother. At the end of the day, that's still, the mom of your kids. Yeah, like yeah, it's okay. really nothing. That's like mm-hmm. it's like the pimple on the back of your ass <laughs> that ain't going away. It's <laughs> there, and it Not resurrects. Referring to the pimple, it on resurrects the ass, itself. That was you know, every time the kid has a birthday, yeah. a milestone, Mother's you know, Day, etc. This is to all the people that's dating someone with a kid. Don't do it. Hey yo, walk out. <laughs> Look, man. As a as a as a as a single black man, I think you with need the therapy child, just for that. Look, man. It, I, it, I'm ready I'll to tell this, my story. I'll say this to men. I'll say this to men. <laughs> I'll say this to men because I'm not a woman with mm-hmm. a child. I'm I a man with a child. Guys, Listen, what to I'm gonna say is dad? this: Y'all niggas hungry? Cool. Nah, man. I'd like, be like, hey guys, I'll, I'll maybe on, we no, should clean up. You're on, not my fucking mother. I'll, I'll speak on that in a second. <laughs> You're I'll not speak my on fucking mother. So listen, this is the thing. So there are a lot of dynamics, obviously, being a man and having, you know, not if if, if you have a good um if you communicate open relationship with the mother of your child. But at the end of the day, what I want to say is to men that have a child and you are single and you're dating, you gotta understand, like the, and you're dating a woman, if you are dating a woman without any kids. You got to understand, nigga, that this she don't need you like she 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 likes you. She wants to be around you. But understand this. You don't don't think that she, she don't got no ties to you, my nigga. You that's going to be your kid. So you you really got to understand. This is how I look at it. I've always looked at it because I know I have a child. That's a lot to deal with. Like I can only It's a lot of moving parts It's a lot of fucking moving parts yeah, And you gotta as a, as a Like don't walk around here Nobody should You mean respect yourself Obviously my home, my nigga My king whatever Respect yourself and all that But mm-hmm. understand that If you're dating somebody Without a child And you have a child You gotta You, you gotta have some leniency In how, how you treat that person 
because that person don't don't have no kids. They don't they don't have to stay home because you have your child. They don't have to do those things. They do it because they like you and they love you or whatever the case may be. <clears throat> now I know this. Excuse I can't me. speak. Is this thing on? I can't. I can't. Suki's sp- unsung. I'm ready to tell my story. <laughs> I can't speak for. I can't speak for women with children, but I can speak from a man when I was younger before I had a kid. Um, I've date. I've like kind of went out with a few women that had kids, and honestly, it was I was younger though. I was a lot younger. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I have a kid, I, I I can't. I can't. I don't know how it is to date somebody with, and I don't, and I don't have a kid. I don't know that right. that feeling, but I know that I. I know that when I was younger and I came across a few women and we were all younger and I had kids, it was to me, it was just like, how can you afford it? I was just like, it was cool. But like, for me, it seemed like, and obviously niggas was a lot younger and it was a lot of red flags and that. So I kind of, I didn't really stay around those situations. I think it's always going to be red flags. It's always weird. Um, Cause it's a lot of feelings. It's a lot of stuff. Like compiled into one dealing with somebody who has a child. Yeah. Um, speaking from experience, um, there were a lot of things that made me uncomfortable. Like where I was just like, what? Really? The fuck? Like now for me, I don't like baby mama drama. Uh You know what I'm saying? I think that if the common bond is the kid, that as adults, we can collectively like come together for the kid. You know what I'm saying? And we can do 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 our due diligence as adults to show up for this kid. Um, Where things got weird for me at a time was like, you know, the secret messages that I didn't know about, Mm. um, about this person asking for like sex or like trying to do like certain things like that. Mm -hmm. And then if the statement is, you know, if it's, if it's led by, I don't want to disrespect my name saying my name, Mm -hmm. but do you want to do X, Y, and Z? How does somebody like me with no kid like so for me, I always felt like, yo, you're not dealing with none of my old niggas like you don't have to see, you know, my one of my exes is like the ghost of fucking Christmas past that (laughs) niggas really let this nigga he be in their head and I don't talk to him. He doesn't have access to me. I don't have access to him. But men will really harp on that so heavy because if I talk about the length of the relationship, you asked me a question, I gave you an answer. I don't even like bringing this person up like at all. But I know that once the floodgate is open for that, it's like you're you're stuck on that. But you don't understand that for me as a woman with no child, I am stuck with dealing with another woman all the time in addition to your parent. Right. It's one thing to deal with a man and his mom because that's a whole pill to deal with in itself, depending depending on how the relationship relationship is. is, But then to have to deal with, you know, the kid and that something could happen. And, you know, there it's because in the eyes of a child, a mother is God. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like they they mother could throw them in a in a fucking dumpster somewhere and they still want to be connected to their mom yeah so even if you're showing all of this love you're doing all of these nice things you're doing and even for stepdads too like mm-hmm. you're doing all of this shit it still doesn't amount to like that's not my that's not my parent like mm-hmm. i didn't come from you yeah you know and i also think that people um don't give bonus parents enough credit because it's a lot of work if you're doing right by the kids yeah. if you're a person um, that you kind of just exist and you I, don't really yeah. interact with the kids I like think, that. That's different. I think that is true. Um, 
Honestly, it depends on the relationship. A bonus dad should be, or a bonus mom, or a bonus dad should be just that, a bonus. So exactly. there, it should be any any funding, anything that you are doing, out of, it should be out of your own doing. That child should be fine be coming from both parents. That child should be fine. For example, if... Uh, if if I don't even like to think about it, but if somebody was around Harlan, you know, and doing and and doing that, she needs to, she's gonna be straight, like regardless. Harlan is gonna be good because of her mother and, mm-hmm. my, and myself. You know, anything a person that would do for her would be out of the own, should be the own kind of. They just doing it because they truly enjoy my daughter and her mother. You and but that's, that's a real bonus sh- parent. That's what a bonus. That's parent a real bonus be. parent. Like I'm holding it down. Like for me, anything that I did for my previous partner's kid mm-hmm. was because I truly loved the little girl mm-hmm. and I love him too. Yeah. So I was like, "Yo, I'm invested." Right. The problem where it comes in is like people don't think about the breakup piece. Like you don't just like mourn the relationship part, mm-hmm. but like not being able to be connected to a kid that you grow a relationship for and that you love. Mm -hmm. That's kind of fucked up. And so like, if you're not really ready, I guess what I'm saying is like people introduce so many people to their kids, like in and out. And it it may not really be intentional that they're doing it. You know what I mean? But you're not thinking about like, Listen. Yo, people really, if they really love you and they love your kid, they're going to grow a connection to y'all. And then when you move on, like, that's weird. That is it. People, people don't, but people don't think about that. Like, that's I don't look. Like, How you move when you by yourself, you can't do that when you have a kid. You like, can't. you got to think you a can't. little you bit can't. different. Like, you can't. You can't. It's and pe- not you healthy. Can't. You can't. It's as simple as that. And you just can't. And kids, yeah, you can't. And kids know what's up. They're more in tune than we think they are. Like, where they know, like, even the things that you're not telling them, they know yeah. what's up. Like, well, I tell you this: Harlan misunderstood this whole situation when she was, uh, when she was, um, <laughs> I was. This was when I was started looking at houses. Oh, I, you did. I told you story. about this. Yeah. I, I, mean, I think I brought it up on a podcast, but Harlan had, um, if anybody is that a Mac? Oh, I thought she. I thought this was a Mac computer. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Harlan had, um. She, she, this is when I had just started looking for homes, like actually taking initiative, going out and like viewing homes and stuff. And, um, Harlan, it was like Harlan's last day before she was going back. My mother had drove up, um, my mom's, my, my niece, everybody had drove down from Buffalo and Harlan was one of them. So it was a good time. Had it really, I think it was my nephew's, it was my nephew's graduation. That's exactly what it was. So this was, this was last year, Last year. last year, May of 2021. So almost a year ago. And, um, she, um, Tanisha, my realtor, AKA like my big sister, AKA my sister's bestie it was there. And I had so many questions. I was like, Tanisha, thank God you're here. So I was like, can you come over and help me? And I remember how Harlan, and I never thought about it. And it didn't, it didn't dawn on me until like later on that evening, like the light bulb went off, but like Harlan was sitting on my lap and I was like, excuse me, mama. That's what I call it. Like, excuse me, mama. Um, I need, I need Miss Tanisha to help me with, um, cause daddy's looking for a home. So she kind of like walked away and then Tanisha sat next I to me. Like, she sat mm-hmm. and then was like typing and I was showing, she was telling me all stuff. So I'm, I'm like looking at stuff. So Harlan came back around, was like sitting on my right knee and my laptop was like on my left knee and stuff. So I'm like, you know, kind of like playing with her and like paying attention to what is being told to me. And then Harlan started getting real aggressive, like messing with me. I'm like, mama, give me a second. Just give me one second. Cause I, I'm missing this information. Very important. Daddy will play with you. Just, I need to, that's what I was telling her. So that was it. She walked away. And then like, literally my sister has this chaise. 
um, you know the chase, and she Harlan crawls under it and looks at me while Tanisha's talking to me. He's like, Daddy, hi. And like was doing all this stuff. And so I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, Mama, hi, you know. And then when Tanisha, we we were all talking and everything, and Tanisha was about to leave. And she was going around saying bye to everybody. She was like, bye, Harlan. And Harlan looked at her like, you hussy. Who the fuck do you think you are? She was like, bye. Like, she didn't even say bye. Get she away just, from my daddy. That's tramp. how it looked to her. And I'm like, and I think I'm like, yo, Harlan thought that that was somebody that was, I was talking to. Cause she didn't know she's never seen daddy with anybody. Right. You know, she's right. outside of her mother. So she's never seen that. And that was interesting to me because I never, I thought it was funny, but that also resonated like, yo, you can't just have anybody around your child. I knew this from the jump. Like nobody's ever met Harlan. Like you'll probably finally get to meet Harlan this year. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Right. But like nobody's really ever met Harlan. And it's not because it's not because I didn't like my friends know it. Cause I didn't want to, it was just that, you know, she didn't live here, but anybody like if ever I would, that's just not, I don't do that because the child, it's not even about the person. In this case, it's not about the person. It's how the child perceives that. And like you were saying, to add to what you were saying, like, you know, the the kid knows what's going on. But if you don't acknowledge it and they just see all these people that 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 we're letting them build connections with people. And then you take that away from them. Like that's different. That is also like to their detriment. Yeah, They you you don't recover. I think about how many uh, women. God rest my daddy. So. This might be my karma why I can't keep a nigga because my daddy was not nice to these ladies. But <laughs> not but, the sins of your father, though. I mean, hey, somebody got to pay, right? Jesus. <laughs> Shit. NES got me. Fed loan got me. Stop it. Come on. Not a lord. No, I'm just saying. But on a serious note, there was one particular woman that my dad dated. And I will shout outs to Selma. I, I will never forget this woman. She dropped a lot of gems. She was really invested in me and and like just so nurturing, caring and loving. But in a way, like I ain't trying to take your mother's place. Oh, she loves your father. Yeah. She, she loves I'm him. Not, I'm not trying to take your mother's mm-hmm. place. I don't have no interest in that. She would ask me things about my mom. Like, tell me about your mom. Mm-hmm. Like, what do y'all do? Like, you mm-hmm. know what? But not in a way of like, I'm trying to find out who your mama is. It was like, what do y'all like to do? What are your interests? Like, mm-hmm. what are you into? The only woman that my father dated that was truly into me, mm-hmm. like, and invested Mm -hmm. let me hang out with her all day like you know i think my dad fumbled the ball when i came to visit him one summer and he worked Uh instead of spending time with me Uh so i was with her a lot okay um but it never selma was a woman that handled everything in so much grace like Uh so much i didn't know if there were problems that was happening i didn't know that like i didn't know anything and there was a lot of shit that was happening but i didn't know yeah and that's Um, a kid's not supposed to know right fast forward though i was like 14 though so fast forward i cope we go to this one place i'm with her at she did hair Uh or whatever i go with her to this place we pull up and it's like an apartment and i'm like oh but she lived with my daddy Uh so i'm confused Uh right so we go in here when I tell you the apartment looked like a girl's like dream, like uh-huh. I never seen an apartment that uh-huh. looked so nice, uh-huh. very well kept, plants everywhere. Uh-huh. It was beautiful in the inside. Uh-huh. She always told me, don't never give up your place for no nigga. Mm-hmm. She was like, I love your daddy. She was like, but I also got to protect me too. Mm. She was like, but don't ever, you know, you want to bet on a for sure thing, make sure it's for real. Mm-hmm. 
that shit never left my head. Listen, for and that and that entire time, and I'm, I'm a whole grown woman. Any man that's listening, that's the type of woman you need to understand. If you have a kid, that's the type of woman you want to, you know, that's gonna respect your child, respect you, and that's really what's up. I would be fucking like, I don't, I don't, I can't think right now that far ahead of somebody taking Harlan without me. Oh, wow. Like, I'm not there I'm yet in my life. A lot of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell my mom. Don't tell my mom. She be listening. <laughs> she be, what? <laughs> a lot of bitches. Hey, 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 come here. You gonna go, well, all right? You good? You got my number. <laughs> Call me if things get weird. <laughs> also, you gotta know your kids, too. You know when you got a kid that's like mute, they don't yeah. say shit. So they could be in a whole fucking house this situation and be like well I thought that we were I'm like bro you gotta call somebody that's not safe I'm the kid be like yeah we not supposed to be over here yeah, so I think that's why my dad was like I could let her go ahead and go cause she gonna talk back and like, that was a long time ago times have changed yeah now kids they kids they'll boil your kids in hot water and yeah, that shit put is fentanyl weird. and kids and all that yeah. nah but she was really a dope ass like Oh, well, you know, but she up. took she took the time for me. So fast forward, the person that my dad actually married, there was not a connection. Mm-hmm. There was never a connection. Mm-hmm. You I come to visit. You stay in the room. You don't come out. You don't speak. You don't say anything. I thought maybe it was just a me thing. Mm-hmm. But my family disclosed that like she did that to everybody. Um, and then even on my mom's end, you know, I love our family, but there is a disconnect mm-hmm. a little bit with mm-hmm. our of a said mm-hmm. bonus parent like mm-hmm. there it's a disconnect because I feel like you're not really, it feels like you're not really that invested. You know, I think about that a lot. You know, um, I think about those, like that is a sad thing, but like, I really do see myself. If I, if the connection is not there with my child, I can't, I can't, I can't do this as good as the box may be. All all that. that, I gotta let it go. Yeah. That's that's sad. Cause like, like not, Coming from a space where kids that. are sabotaging because kids will no, sabotage. Read, they do do that. Listen, we read some shit. Right. Some, they they do do it. And I have yeah. friends who are also bonus parents who are like, yo, this kid really be like, you yeah. know, making some comments that's yeah. really out of order. Now that's different. That's yeah. something y'all need to like go to the drawing table yeah. and talk about it. But I'm saying like, there's no connection like whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like I would have hoped that my stepdad would have like said to me and my sister, like, and my brother, like, let's all of us just go out to eat yeah. without your mom. Yeah. The only family motivated things that we did was if it was my mother included. Yeah. So it seems like you really just interested more so in my mom. And like, you know, that we're kind of like the deal. So we all got to kind of yeah, go together. Like you gotta, yeah. But it never gave like, you know, even when my dad died, his wife ain't called me. My yeah. aunt called me. Yeah. I don't think I should have heard that from my aunt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like how you, how come you didn't call me? Yeah. And yeah. then when I called you, it was like, oh, did they tell you? Right. And that was weird as shit to me. Very. You know, so it is, you got to watch who's around your kids. Like you said, you have mm-hmm. to, that, I'm, I'm glad that you said that as a dad to say like, yo, there has to be some sort of connection. Yeah. And you also, as a bonus parent, it doesn't have to be deep rooted in buying them shit. Yeah. It's spending time with them yeah. like and doing things with them, taking them outside. Like, like for, for me, it's not even like for me, it's not even, I don't look, I'm not, I'm not saying like, like you said, I'm not talking about buying and it's just really just how that, how, how organically they talk. Like, 
if it's like, hey, how are you doing? Like, you know, open, that's a child. So that child is not going to may not open up to you right away. But as the adult, you may there may be some, you know, a little bit of you work, not, at you work at it a little bit. So those are the things, you know, and look. And again, like it all boils back down to, you know, I know that I am a single black man with a child. So I know that there may be some hurdles. I know that. As as Kevin Samuels would say, I'm not the top pick of the litter because of you're not a high value uh, high, man. I'm not a high value man because you of have a, a child. I have a child, so you know it is what it is. But I know where you know where somebody you know uh, you know there's always somebody for everybody. That shit, I don't right. I don't lose sleep over that shit. Like whatever, I know the fuck of I course. am. But it's but, something you know, that has to be. Yeah, in at the, the top it of the, has to be. You have to understand the list, how they vibe and, and you, how they connect. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And me, I think that's a that's valid. That's very valid. And I think that both men and women should have that same mindset that if you're not connecting with my kid and also understanding that it doesn't mean they connect in the manner that you want. Mm-hmm. It has to be organic. Yeah. So some people may not be comfortable yet calling that kid my my daughter or my yeah. boy. like they may not, not say I know sometimes people get offended. Like I know when I used to be out with the name and I, they were like, oh, is that your daughter? And I'm like, no, that's his daughter. Mm-hmm. A part of me used to feel like I'm not trying to say it like that, Mm -hmm. but I'm being like, this is his kid. This is not my kid. But also being conscious of my delivery Mm -hmm. and how those things come across because Mm -hmm. she's right here and she Mm -hmm. can hear. Like, you know what I mean? So it's how you introduce her to the world as Mm -hmm. well. That's also another thing. I pay attention to that, too, how people introduce your kids to other people that are coexistent in your space. Don't just say like, oh, this is. You know, that's his daughter. Mm -hmm. You know, I will never forget going to my stepbrother's wedding. um, And I don't call him my stepbrother. That's my that's my bro. Like, but going to his wedding and there were comments about who me and my sister were. Mm -hmm. And his mom had made a comment like, oh, those those Carrie's daughters, like kind of fan her hand and walked off. So seeing a lot of the dynamics that I've witnessed in a, being in a blended family, mm-hmm. I was super conscious about how I dealt with, you know, the, the kid in that context, like right. very conscious about how anything that's said or done would make her feel Yeah, because I do not want to have a kid feel that way. And I also didn't want to be overly invested in the relationship to disappear. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's not healthy either. So you know, just think about that. If you are a parent, like, you know, give, give, of course, you got good bonus parents, give those people their flowers. Cause it's a lot to take care of a kid, especially when you don't have your own, like yeah. it's a whole nother dynamic right. um, to right. manage. Right. So definitely, I like it. you know, that's absolutely true. I like it. Let's uh give people their flowers. Let's, uh let's get into some uh topics. Uh, well, you want to start with what we watching or topics? Cause we only have one thing for what we watching and we can move on from that. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that before we do that though. <laughs> I wanted to ask a question that came up on Facebook yesterday. Um, It was somebody, a friend of mine uh, from back home posted, Mm -hmm. a woman. She posted, why don't men give each other birthday gifts? And what ensued were like 50 comments and of people responding. You know, people were saying stuff. Now, before it was just like. Niggas were just saying stuff, uh, cash app someone, but they ain't getting rap gift from me. And all the guys were saying all this weird, like, I won't do this and this, then the third. And I was like, can't bring a birthday gift. Um, I can't, you can't bring a birthday gift to the club where you buying bottles because that's the, about the extent of our birthday celebration. Aside from DR, we could do a birthday dinner 
where it's expected, but that's only happening if the significant other is planning it. Just my opinionated fact. And that's then fair. mad niggas, she was like, this scene sounds like some truth to that. I was like, it is because all we do, niggas want to go to the club, buy bottles. I'm not bringing a gift bag. See, in my big age, I will, like, if you have a birthday dinner, my nigga, I'm bringing you a fucking gift. I don't care if it's your favorite scotch. I'll put in a little thing or your- Or you can, if you or, don't feel like giving a rap gift, if yeah. that's too much to your masculinity, Yo, you could- all that shit. I mean, I'm, I'm just going based on what it sounds like is happening in the comments, but if you don't feel comfortable bringing a rap gift, you can always bring a card with and throw some bread in there or something. That's like, what I'm saying, but like- offer to pay for the person meal. But like, that's the thing. But what I'm saying is we don't get a chance to do it we don't get a chance to do it because niggas don't do nothing. We don't. And when we right. do do stuff, it's literally going to the club and we're not having birthday dinners or like, and if we are, it's the wife or the girlfriend that's planning them. And we will bring something to that. That's what I said. And then niggas was like, one dude was like, um, imagine opening a gift from one of your boys and he bought you some boxers. Now I got a, now I lost a friend and see the thing is we automatically go to this demasculating thing and all this stuff, but we, we but listen, but check this out though. Do we say anything when you got little Dirk buying his homeboy a new chain for his birthday or, no. or yo Gotti, yo Gotti buying his homeboy a fucking Porsche truck. Because uh, it's his birthday or something like that. Those things are fine. But like, if I'm buying my homeboy gift, what I'm telling you, this shit, this is 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 really just our culture. Like, that. like that's weird. Like yo, like like I don't see nothing wrong with if like listen, if I have a birthday party and it's like a dinner or something, you could buy me some. It is weird to buy your homeboy. No, some no, boxes. no. I'm saying it's weird to think that you shouldn't. Cause niggas is so it has me also questioning: Are y'all the niggas that come to shit with nothing? Yeah, absolutely. Or are y'all the niggas that come to shit with the bottle? Y'all come with some Amsterdam and then try to take it back. Yeah. You could definitely take, take it because we don't drink that. But I'm just saying, yeah. you know, that's kind of where my head is going. Yeah. Like, what niggas really don't niggas really like I, like. But you know what? You're right, Dolo. Like you're right. <laughs> no, you know, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about the men that I know. I'm like, oh, you're right, because. I've gone with like maybe like a person I'm dating mm -hmm. and I'm like, yo, we need to get them a car. They like, for what? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yo, that's best. That's best. You know? Yeah. Like you definitely should. If your homeboy, at least I don't go or anywhere. Or even like a christening, something yeah, like, like I'm always disturbed when I'm like, y'all ain't bring. Listen, yeah. it's upbringing. It's upbringing, but like not even to go that far. Like as far you as you gotta put money in if you don't want to. I think you should at least send a card. Like, like damn, happy birthday, my nigga. Like if if I'm having my this is my rule. If you if it's your birthday and it's a guy, it's my homeboy. He having a birthday and it's at the fucking club and it's just buying bottles and stuff. Out, it's nothing I can do. I can say happy birthday, my nigga. Maybe buy you a yeah, shot. Maybe different. I'll pay for the hookah or something. But if you have a birthday dinner, a kickback, something of the sort where it's a small, intimate few of people, bring something to it. I'm bringing something. Hell, I bring something to the first time I pass anybody's house threshold for the first time. Like my homeboy Duncan, he pulled up like when I talked about the last episode when I was in Buffalo for Easter and I pulled up and we had the game night or whatever. Right. That was my first time in his new house. Mm -hmm. And so even though he was like, yo, just bring it, bring a game and we could pull up da 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 da. I still made it an effort to, I brought a bottle of champagne. You know, my, I'm going to bring about a nice right. bottle of champagne. He didn't think nothing of it. But at the end of the day, that's, I, that's what you're supposed to do. Like this right. is the first time you allowed me in your house. Like I didn't get you anything for your housewarming. You probably had a housewarming or if you didn't, but this is my first time in your house. I don't play that kind of game. But I am noticing though, in our friend groups, um, 
there is always this discussion around, I guess, what manners look like. Mm -hmm. It is unfortunate that if we are having something that there has to be some sort of conversation around saying, bring a bottle, bring something. Like, I feel like at this point it of should, our age, in our we, big age, we it should, should know. We, it, we should should, be known. It, it shouldn't even be on the invitation yeah. because you should know. Um, and then also the, the, I guess that extends to the manners when you get to the party that you brought some bullshit, but you over here drinking off everybody's top shelf yeah. shit, you know, cause you don't even drink this. Like I, I buy what I, I like. I bring exactly what I drink. Right. I buy what I like. Or I, if I know what the host, like if I have a relationship yeah. with that person and I really know what you drink. Yeah. I like, for instance, don't like sweet wine, uh-huh. but some places that I go to, I know that person probably only drinks that. Uh-huh. So I try to buy like two bottles of wine, the sweet kind. Uh-huh. And then, you know, I buy whatever red that I'm interested in yeah. because I don't drink sweet wine. That's not a thing. I got a me. sweet that you would like. Um, a sweet red. I want to try. The, the, I think I did try that it. The, that no, that, that was Kershans, good the, uh, because that was minimal. Yes, it was not overpowering. Listen, that shit was good. I don't like sweet wine. Yeah, that makes me feel like, like sangria, like sweet sangria. Well, cooler. sangria is good when it I'm got some ice and some fruit in it. Like it, it depends. Like, mm-hmm. It's got to be a little like watered down because sometimes it's too sweet. I'm talking and it about gives the sangria a in a bottle. Oh no, not that shit. No, I don't drink that shit. That little fizzy. That's what I mean. Yeah, that that drink. I don't drink that. Or Moscato, I can't stand that shit. No, and I keep telling y'all it's a dessert wine. I don't know what Drake says to y'all, but you misunderstood. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. I thought that was really interesting, and I saw all the dudes like, like literally, this one dude that I I know these dudes. Like one dude was like, "Homie got to damn near be my brother," and I'm just saying this while you bringing up the topics. Mm-hmm. Homie got to damn near be my brother. Even then, we probably just got to b- grab a bite or something. Guess I never thought about how weird that thought is. I'm supposed to buy this nigga a bracelet or something, and that's the thing. Niggas go straight to this, 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 this over masculated, like what we have to do. But he also mentioned, he was like, man, maybe I need to go back to therapy because I sound like I got daddy issues. He said that. So I was like, all right, that's cool. As long as you know, baby. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, cause like for me, like really, like I don't see no, listen, I don't see no issue with bringing, like, I think you, it's a read the room situation. Like, that's all it is. Best practice is this, y'all. If you are going to someone's home, even if someone says, hey, Dolo, I'd like to cook you some dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's get together. Let's hang out. You know what I'm saying? If you're coming over there, it is best practice to bring Bring a bottle for the host. How can you come and eat up someone's food? Yes. Or... If there's a cookout happening, bring a case of beer. beer. Even if ice. you brought, Check even if you brought a six pack, yo, I'm not tripping because you know what, you came in tow with something, something, something. yes. You yeah, know, it ain't something. that hard. It ain't it's that okay hard. to come to a cookout and be like, yo, you know, I'm gonna bring some hamburgers or I'm gonna bring. It's all right to contribute because I also feel like, and I used to say this to my ex, like it's not our job to do. We don't have to host this whole thing. Right, right. About community, like community is everybody putting the effort together to come bring stuff. If you make something on the grill, mm-hmm. I'm in my mind, and that's just how I operate. And I know some people are like, yo, I'll just grab it all. It's cool. But in my mind, yo, we're all a part of a community. Like yeah. we're 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 like damn near family as much as all of us hang out together and are together all the time. Why wouldn't I come to your house? I could bring some chicken. Yeah. Or I could say, hey, Dolo, I'm going to bring some chicken, but I'm going to season it when I get there, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Help out. Yeah. Help clean up. Help do, like, 
Yeah, it's different. I feel like the cookout that we all had together at that one point over the summer. What back and when I pulled up? Yeah, yeah. there was no mess. Yeah, there was we, no uh, yeah. like I brought, yeah, I people cleaned up, people brought yeah, yeah. shit. They it was a copacetic, yeah. calm environment, so I thought. But yeah. you know, oh don't watch the tiny desk series when you don't. have people. Hey over. yo, so <laughs> let's get into trending topics with uh Sugi. I think I have something too, Sugi. Um, oh, but what you, people are watching, you want to go there first? Yeah, let's do that. Let let's me get up out of that. Let's do that. Well, um, well, I'm. A, can I start? Yeah. Well, I'm, I've been watching everything. God okay. damn it. Um, I'm watching Barry on HBO Max, and that's like you know, Light Watch is really good. It's on season three. Um, uh, but fuck all that. Well, let's get into the real deal. Fucking, we own this city. Yeah. We own own this city. Talks about the the corruption of the um. Uh, Baltimore Police Department, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a, sp- a specific uh, task force, the uh, gun gun trace gun, task gun, gun trace task force. GTF. Um, now the acting is amazing. Big up to whomever, whoever. To, I need to look up the the producer credits. I need to look up the director credits because it's still giving fucking wire vibes. So it actually is from David Simon, who brought us shows like The Wire, okay. Homicide, um, Left on the Street, and a couple other uh, shows. And, and the one, I just wanted to say this for you. Mm-hmm. I know you're about to get no, into no, it. What's really dope about it, you know, the aesthetic of it is very wire vibe. Um, they give you they give you the I street think it's a little ass more nasty they give you the street they give you the street oh yeah it's a little bit more gritty but they give you the street aspect a little bit they give you the cop aspect and they give you the legal aspect and shout out to the woman that's the civil rights lawyer yes something about her she does it for me i don't know why i love her she you know mother she was my favorite episode in on, the fuck um, yo and that yep the lovecraft country yes lovecraft country about her i don't know why i'm attracted to her I don't know why. Like, she is she older or younger? I don't know. It's, no, it's I think mysterious. she's. I don't think she's old. No. I don't think she. I don't think she's she had it. a couple of. Um, it's the photo hair. Shoots. It's her hair. Yeah, it's that wig the, that yeah. she got in the. But in it's the show. But like she's gorgeous. It's, her she skin just, is beautiful. She just yes. Yeah, it just seems like she would just give great babies. I know that sounds really wrong and breedy and all that, but it's it's her skin two for and two. everything. First Serena, now her. Oh well, first of all, people DM me about that, and they was they were laughing because they saw it, and I sent them the picture and sent us TikToks. It's the beauty and the. Beast joint. Yeah. The, the, I think she got some the work 90s, done. The 90s Beauty Beast, yeah. the live action. I'm not just. I think she got some work done. Why would you bring all. that up? So I'm sorry. Past that. I I'm almost sorry. got canceled. We got away from that. But anyway, I, I I love her. I'm like, I like, I like secretly have a crush on her. Every time I, you know, it's just something about her. But anyway, um, they have like these fucking, um, like all the, all the actors from the other, from the last joint. You got the dude that played Marlo. Who is now a, a, a homicide detective? Who was originally from the Gun Trace Task Force? You got the kid, the little bad kid on a bike in a wire, who is now the poet. He from Baltimore. Yes. He um he he was on season two or episode two of the of this of this season, this first season. I think it's only going to be one season, so limited series. But he was on there. You got the kid that played Dookie. He's the cop that went on. Uh, did you are you caught up? Yeah, I'm oh, but up. I was like, damn, that nigga look familiar. That's Dookie. Yeah, like they got him. They got so they got just so many people. The, the nigga that was with um, uh, the light skinned nigga that ended up dying in, in Wire. Um, he was on the block with him. He stood with the funny looking dude. Now mm-hmm. he, uh, now he, he worked with the detective trying to find out who the gun tracing. Like it's really good. But I'm sorry, that's all I wanted to talk. Go ahead. No, no, no. Um. To talk about what it is, though. I, right, oh, yeah, so really anybody that really. knows um, the gun trace uh, task force, gun trace task force. Sorry, thank you because uh-huh. I lost had a brain fart. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they had an extensive investigation um, via the FBI in 2017, um, and it led to an eventual arrest of eight um, officers who were involved in their roles for criminal schemes involving robbery, extortion. They targeted drug dealers, civilians. Um, and when you talked about the police piece, um a lot of the things were brought up like where they did the flashback to the dude when he brought the crabs or whatever mm-hmm. and how they kind of like played his ass because yeah. they were like they're small uh a lot of things that we believe as civilians in terms of how law enforcement operates is kind of confirmed watching this show mm-hmm. that the overtime is necessary the arrests count for something yeah. overload the docket like yeah. you know so that way they know it, how to work the system get a kickback yeah um because there was a period of time in the city where niggas was just getting locked up for anything Mm -hmm. like around here. And if you don't know what city we're speaking to is Baltimore. I'm sure it's in every hood. Like these things happen, but, um, yeah, like these people were, (laughs) these, um, cops were like fucking vigilantes, like, like cowboys, um, robbing drug dealers, um, you know, locking people up for whatever reason, there was just a lot of little caveats to, I guess, being an officer that they were exercise, like they were exercising some wild ass behaviors. Um, and plain clothes cops, which are narco boys, jump out boys, whatever Mm -hmm. you refer to them as, um, that particular unit, the GTF force, like they, they were, they were wild as fuck. Yeah. They had the city in a, in a disarray for quite some time, um, while they were doing, they were being protected. Yeah, by everybody. Crazy protected. Like the fact that the first episode when he got arrested and he said, Do you know who I am? A cop talking to the FBI. He said, Do you know who I am? Excuse me. Like, nigga, what? We policing you, nigga. We ain't scared of you. Girl, go out of it like, ma'am. Yo, that shit is crazy. Do you know who I am? The shit was good. And then even in the hallway, walking past your other colleagues saying, like, don't say shit. They don't don't got nothing on us. Bro, this is an investigate like Yo, shit is shit is crazy. Shit is wild. Listen, if you're in law enforcement, I beg of you, don't get caught up in in the nitty gritty of being an officer. And that is on, you know, the 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 CO level or if you hit in the streets, whatever you're doing, you know, if your goal is to be an officer, be a stand up person, Mm -hmm. because a lot of what we're seeing and, and make no mistake, the officers at the bottom of the food chain in a lot of these investigations and stuff, because you have commissioners and other people that are fully aware of like what these people are doing. Mm-hmm. And you got to have other, other things in motion to make something work. Mm-hmm. So on top of that, the government, like this poor city is so corrupt and it runs so deep. The amount of lawsuits that they've paid out. I mean, it's public knowledge. You can go look it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who's to say that we still don't have these type of officers on the force? It makes you question a lot of things when it really disheartens disheartens me when someone is murdered at the hands of the police and you hear, um, you know, specifically black men or black women having the attitude like, oh, well, this person may have done something. Yeah. Perhaps maybe they were involved in something. Nobody gets killed if you're not involved with anything. But if you are so into the wire or you're into series like this, you you see that it's evident cops and the justice system is corrupt as fuck. Yes. So yes. it's definitely something to think about. Um, and last thing that I know that uh, people are definitely watching. A lot of people said that Dr. Strange had elements of witchcraft and uh, other it, demonic things. Literally was about a, a witch. Exactly. And so I was like, guys. Um, 
Did you watch it? I have not seen it yet. I'm mm-hmm. actually gonna go see it this week. That's all um, right. But uh, yeah. I think what what messed it up for me is that mm-hmm. I um nerded out too much. I researched way too much on it and I set the link. I set the, well, I did it with so many (laughs) things. It was people I expect more people I expected to see, um, you know, and it was okay. Like I, I really, and that and Spider-Man, um, the last Spider-Man, it was just okay. Um, but we, we operate off of a high of a, what, four-year high of yeah. the end game, Infinity you, you War. You ain't going to keep hitting it yeah, back to back. Eventually, can. something going to fall. Yeah, so, you know, it it, it, it could have been it could have been better, but I'm not, you know, I'm not angry. It was a firm, it was a certain part, so I was like, okay. Like, out loud, like, okay, I see it. Like, oh, I knew it. Like, I would say that out loud, but, you know. It, it, you know, whatever. You know, if you if you're into Marvel shit, I recommend checking it out for the five dollars on on Tuesdays at the your local theater. That's exactly what I'll be doing. Yeah, you know, I got the. Little, I'm always weirded out by the people that dress up and go to the movies. I think it's cute, but those it's are like, fanboys. Right, those guys. are the fanboy and fangirls. Yeah, when I saw like a big man with the Thanos, um, I was like, sit, sit. I want to find uh, down, it was baby. something. I I forgot what I was looking for in our thread that I wanted to bring up. But um oh I wanted to well go ahead Sugi you gotta you can you okay. can get the pri- oh I'ma send you this because I do want to talk about this one. Um I'ma go ahead go you can pull up the first one. All right. So I guess again. we can talk about what everybody's been talking about all this week in terms of <laughs> indictments. Um what has happened to some of your favorite rappers in mm-hmm. terms of um Getting pinched. So yeah, so pretty much if if you guys don't know, Jack Harlow, uh Jack Harlow, I'm sorry. Cause I'm, I'm yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going through my DM because he was part of this technically. Um pretty much um Young Thug, YSL, and Young Gunna, and amongst uh like a shitload of other rappers that are affiliated with the YSL business or aka what they're saying that it's a, a gang affiliated, which it is. Uh, I mean, allegedly, you know, um, they got 56 counts, uh, 56 counts of, of a 56 count indict- indictment that leads from, um, if part of Rico, they got, uh, gun charges and, a, a plethora of other things. I'm trying to pull it up. Do you have it, Suki? Um, I couldn't pull I up have- like what, what they talked about were the, um, I guess the timeline period of them getting, detained yeah so i have so pretty much um it's it's so many different things it's uh 28 defendants charged with 56 count indictment in fulton county um a few of them are the ysf founder is jeffrey williams which is young thug um aka slime walter murphy aka dk and trontavious stephens aka tick aka slug um also they're they're getting they got gunna um, and I c- was able to find all of the different, like, it's a lot of them, but, oh, I think they took them down. I had all yeah, the documents. They had a lot of stuff and it got removed. Yeah. I had the documents, but it was a lot, yo. Like pretty um, much they, they had been doing a heavy investigation on these guys in terms of, um, social media, dissecting rap lyrics, doing, I mean, countless, look, y'all, they, look. They, they, it goes all the way back to 
to the the uh, Little Wayne's um, bu- tour bus getting shot up in 2015, yes. 2014. So all these things they have been watching these niggas for a long time, and they they trying to. I think they're just trying to get them off the Rico as well, which is ain't nothing. That's nothing to play around with. The Rico was started um, to get the fucking mob, and it easily came over to the black people because black men left their right again hit with the Rico. Um, it, it's it's crazy. I don't know if they're going to be able to re- recoup from this. And, you know, we were talking about it off air when we were discussing what we were going to talk about today. Mm. Um, Wallow mentioning to these dudes, you know, um, not to say that if they would listen to Wallow, they still wouldn't. It would probably have been less indictments, right. you know, less counts. Uh, but if you, if you if you are bowing down to the Kevin Samuels shrine, I mean, listen to listen to our, our elders when they tell you, you know, don't touch the stove because it's hot because I've already done it. Yeah. You know, Literally like I've already man. done it. Most old heads try to tell you they, they try to bring you into that life and continue it. Mm-hmm. Whereas this man legit, you know, if anybody does not know who Wallow is, he's on million dollars worth of game with Gilly the Kid mm-hmm. um, and I actually I love their show like yeah, I, do. I, I, I like enjoy it. it I like watching I it too. I like listening to it either way however it comes across one of my favorite episodes was with, was with Swiss and um, Alicia that just uh, posted I think last week or something mm-hmm. like that but there are a lot of dimes that are dropped or gems yeah. whatever you want to use um Regularly, and he said, "Do not finesse yourself out of an opportunity trying to be a real nigga." Yeah, you know, you employ. You got to think when you're making a certain bag as an athlete, as a rapper, entertainer, whatever it is that you do, you putting a lot of people on payroll. Yeah, so understand that when you fuck up. You fucking. You take your food out of your baby's mouth, out of every like you're you're fucking up the whole shit. And sometimes I think people believe that when they get to a certain status financially that they can kind of really just do whatever. run a fucking muck like and do what they're untouchable you know you got motherfuckers who make 70 grand a year be wilding yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so so imagine <laughs> so imagine when you touch in a different level of money how you're really bugging the fuck out yeah. or that you're keeping company with people from a past life that really can't go with you to the spot right here yeah um and i hate to always bring it back to young jeezy's um documentary but he always talked about how diddy kind of um leaned on him a little bit and was like yo you're gonna have to make a choice that documentary where he came back like it, it came it out like narrated a- by like Samuel Jackson, it premiered on um, MTV at a point. Out, did it come out like a few years ago? It was a while ago. It was a while ago. I, th- oh, I like, feel like over ten years. Ago okay, no, at I didn't this see point. that. But one. it's narrated by Samuel Jackson. Oh, it's, it's really, really dope. But he said one of the pivotal moments in his career. Um, you know, just to make it clear, a lot of these rappers that you know we love. Um, pull up to the scene with their own shit. So all of the Lambos, all of, you know, any cars, any, yeah. anything money that you've seen specifically in Jeezy's yeah. videos were oh, that his shit, yeah. before he got a, a, yeah. a, a deal. Yeah, Jeezy so was, he was, Jeezy already, was Yeah, nigga. he was already making money. Um, but he said one of the pivotal moments was when he was riding out with one of his homeboys and he seen uh, uh, one of his homeboys serve his mom. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. she was getting high. Yeah. And he said that that really fucked with him. You know what I mean? Because your mom is out here killing herself on the very same thing that you're you getting money, money off, off of. of. So it's like he had to make a choice yeah. to evolve. That's why when I looked at the verses, I was like, you could tell this is a man who is like evolving mm-hmm. and like Gucci. I think you want to evolve, but you're trying to hold tight to the street cred. Yeah. My nigga, you went down for a minute. Yeah. 
I'm done with all that. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to live. Yeah. More importantly, you just had like you have a young kid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like at, at a certain point, when do niggas tap out of being a real nigga? That's my question. It's an ego thing. Yeah. It's an it ego seems thing. like ego motivates a lot of um it's a lot of thing. shit around here. Well, like I mean, well, Hopefully the, you know, young thug will learn his lesson and be able to get out of this, him and Gunna and all this. But it's a lot of rappers that's in, got caught up in that, man. Um, now he's, they're saying that he's, um, his, like his living conditions aren't, his lawyers trying to get him out there saying that the living conditions aren't up to par what it should be. But my nigga is jail. Like, I don't know what you expect, especially you not at a, you know, I'm for sure. Like you in jail, bro. Like there's some wild shit. You know, so that whole thing sucks, man. I, you know, I, I hope the best for him. I hope, you know, he can get out of this and learn his lesson and chill the fuck out. Right. Um, but that whole thing sucked because them niggas got a case on them. When it's stuff like this, you don't and just get away from it. She's having a grand old time. Yo. Like, I've never seen somebody so happy Yo. to, like, detain somebody like that. She's- they've been working on because, you know, they've been working on this case. It's like the how, the, how they are in the movies. Yeah. Like, they've been working on this case for years, yo. For a long time, they've been just listening they said to social name. media, yo, rap lyrics, everything, and then you know, uh, uh, the white boy, uh, Justin Timberlake rapper nigga got caught up in it. Yeah, I don't know how that they so I, we don't know to the extent of what's going on with that, but in when in the interview when they were interviewing uh the the district attorney, um, uh, a reporter said any any information on Jack Carlo and she kind of just kind of like danced around it. But that shit crazy. And like Jack, that Jack Harlow, like nigga, what Jack Harlow? But I do know Jack Harlow, when he first came out, his manager was that quote, an Atlanta based rapper. So who the fuck knows, man? Like a lot of these rappers that, you know, be getting like their managers be niggas that was street niggas. Or that's still street niggas. You know what I'm saying? How do you think they can? How do you think they can strong arm? Yeah. Motherfucking uh, record, a record company. Yeah. Like a record this label, shit is, rather. This shit Excuse is different. Me. Like niggas are still doing the same Suge Knight shit. They're just doing it more elegant, elo- eloquently. Um, so, yeah, that's crazy. I sent you something, Suki. I want mm-hmm. you to use that. Use it. Can you pull it up? We can do a clip on yeah. that one. This is the next topic. Um, talk- try to holler at one of your chicks. Not my holler one of my chicks. I, if it was one of my side chicks, it wouldn't matter. This is try to holler at my fiance. The one you win now? Yes. Oh, did he not know that was your fiance? He knew. 100% knew. He tried to make it seem to her when, when she asked him about it. Like, it like your friend. He tried to make it like... When, hold on. He like, didn't... Hold on. He denied me. He tried to smash. He denied, he denied the friend. He denied... He denied our friendship. He was like my homie. He was like my little young... My little brother. My little light-skinned right. brother. He seen her on social media with me. Right. I've hooked him up with a lot of my female friends. Right. He'd be like, he might hate, who's this chick? I'd be like, I don't worry, I got you. And guess what? He hasn't played basketball since he tried to holler at my woman, has he? Yeah. Put Man, that's dirty. So who that was? That was Shannon Sharp. Uh, um, on, I think he has a... He has a fucking... Uh, talk a talk show or podcast, some Shannon Sharp. But anyway, talking about Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, it was this. I don't know basketball like that. That's not my thing, for real, for real. But I do know Ben Simmons was supposed to be that guy. And since he had a sucky season, his rookie year, I believe, mm-hmm. he's been like he's been doing a lot of shit. Nobody really fuck with him because he pretty much is finessing the NBA right now. <laughs> he's still getting the bag. He like keeps saying <laughs> mental therapy, like therapy, and then he was hurt. Now he getting like it's all this shit, but. That's talking apparently Ben Simmons and Michael Blackson, you mother sucker, if you don't know who that is, nigga, mm-hmm. you know, the African dude, um, was they were they were homies, but apparently he tried to talk to um 
try to holler at his girl and not his girl, his wife, like his his main chick, his like his girl or his wife or whatever. And Dirty Mackin. Like we had an episode a few years, uh, a few a few months ago talking about Dirty Mackin. And like, you know, that I just brought when I saw that I had to send it to Suki because like that shit to me is like I really hate that shit. I can't stand niggas that that do that shit, that be in your face, like being your friend the whole time, plotting on your chick or trying to holler at your chick. Like, I think that's some scummy shit. That's all. I, that was the topic, I think. Like, how would you feel about that? Like, and listen, I did send it to a few people and a few women have told me, it's like, you'd be surprised how many times that happened and we just don't say nothing. Yeah. I, because as we a know, man here, then we're going to be on a Kevin Samuels video about how not, we're the root of violence uh, between listen, black men. See, and that's the thing. Because there's been times where I'm like, yo, you might, can you talk to you? I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah. And you always know when, you're, when your man's homeboy is a fuck nigga mm-hmm. based on how he hug you it's the way you bring it in hey yo sure <laughs> oh hey said, said he he, he whispering hey. here when he hugs you right <laughs> that ass <laughs> well, you be looking around so nobody heard that that ass you said that what he said that ass <laughs> ready to tell my story like yo a lot of y'all homeboys be weird i listen bro. i'll like, be the, i'll listen weird i know that it need y'all need y'all can't sometimes say, i just be looking like so y'all should, nobody gonna talk to y'all should say something like y'all should say something to y'all boyfriend because so if your girl ever be like i don't want to go over there i'm gonna say it's why like a couple like but see you don't want to start no shit no you should because that's not my man's then and like, now, listen look let me tell you a quick story quick mm-hmm. story right so a few years ago my um one of my close friends from out here, um, he, you know what I'm saying, he came, we went out one time and he brought a dude with him. And the dude was mad cool. He was like from he lived out here, but he's from like Connecticut. Dude was cool. And um he was like, yo, and we went out a few times after I linked up with him and him and I went out a few times, mad cool, blah, blah, blah. And I ended up going back to Buffalo and living in Buffalo for a minute. But when I would come home, I mean, come to Maryland uh, and visit, he would be like, yo, we got a link and we would. And one time I texted um, my homeboy like, yo, I'm um, I'm out with so-and-so, pull up. He was like, you with who? I'm like, I'm out with so-and-so, you should pull up. He's like, yo, I don't fuck with that dude no more, right? I was like, oh, I ain't know that. I'll get the information from you later. So after we left the bar or whatever, I, the, the next day I text him like, yo, what's going on? So it turns out this dude was trying to holler at his girl. Like, and like he took this nigga under like his wing and like when I was like, yeah, that's my girl, da-da-da-da. Him and the girl kind of like broke up or whatever or whatever. And he like literally tried to slide in, like, you know, did that. So when the dude, when my homeboy told me this, like literally the next few days, the dude hit me back like, "Yo, we trying to go out. You trying?" I'm like, "Yo, Brian, gonna hold you? I can't fuck with you like that no more." <laughs> he was like, "What happened?" I was like, "Yo, turns out like, yo, on some real shit. Like, yo, you tried to holler at my nigga, my nigga girl. I was like, that's not cool, bro. I can't, I can't fuck with that." He was like, "I respect it, and that was it. That was it. That was the extent of the conversation." But he knew he was wrong, and that's the type of person I am. I don't, I can't. Like to me, that is the bottom barrel type of person. Like, like I can't fuck with you. Like. No. That, like I can't fuck with you. Like I can't bring you around my 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 fa- like my my girl. It's a it's it was a, it's okay to think that my girlfriend but, is pretty. 
That's okay. Yeah, that's that cool. Like, but when you trying to you trying to fucking slide, oh nigga, we not doing that. And but even for women, it's the same thing. Where I've had a mutual friend of mine that uh, you don't know how to act mm-hmm. when you get put in a situation with other people, niggas. Like uh-huh. you do too much. Yeah. And I thought that maybe okay, this but she don't have a nigga, so maybe that's <laughs> that's why she. So let me get her a nigga. Is so thirsty mm-hmm. when she. I. It, it, it was weird. Yeah. To the point where we all went out one night to a game night at another friend's house and she was there with her dude and was still wilding. Mm. Like, where I'm like... Okay, that's different. That's something ain't right with that person. That she... I, uh, I don't know. I'm like, oh, you a real nutcracker, huh? <laughs> Oh, man, I oh, need okay. that. Damn. I'm like, gotcha, bitch. she's just not gonna this chill. said a nutcracker. I like that. That's who said you a real nutcracker. Like, cause you want everybody balls on your jaws oh in here. My like gosh. you, you here for everybody. So yeah, relax, bro. That's that's yeah. That's that. That shit ain't cool, man. I you know I I just wanted to say like she'll you know, try dirty mag to your nigga and then tell you that your nigga ain't shit because he out here talking to bitches. Bitches, listen, you listen. All I'm saying is if you listen, women. Don't like, and I've heard like women have said like, you know, I don't say nothing. I just say like, it's just what you said. Like they'll just say, yeah, I don't want to go over there no more. Like I don't like being there. The man, if a man hears this, he should be like, why? And women, it's okay to feel like uneasy with that to say it, and you as you should because you don't want to come in between. Nah, he already came in between y'all, y'all relationship, his relationship with his homeboy when he tried to holler at you and y'all dating. Like that's a no no. Like that's just a not. That's not. That's not a good look, especially in this age. Like niggas is an age trying to get married and shit now. Niggas is older, so I'm looking at some marriages some- that was built on dirty Megan. Like okay. y'all are together. You mean like Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats. You stepped on. Yeah, you stepped on somebody. To <laughs> you do this. don't know my name. Fuck jump in the room. You stepped on a whole bitch. <laughs> Let's jump the bitch. Oh my gosh. Figuratively yeah. and literally. Like yeah. I don't, I don't Yeah, it's don't. wild out here, guys. Mm, um, the what else you got, Suki? You got something? <laughs> so I guess we can go to a Suki scenario. Oh, that's fun. Ready? You got it? Yeah. All right. Sure, for the videos, you put your alkaline water. Gotta have it and say this black peace, on peace and blessings. I do not like that grand. Yo, rising. when a nigga say grand rising to me, fuck your life. I respond. I respond. Good morning. No, I be like, are you okay? <laughs> I just can't stand that. Or I put question mark, and they be like, oh yeah, good morning. Yeah, stop fucking playing with me. I saw somebody posted like a whole meme, and it. You know how you open up IG and it showed the last thing, and then it disappeared. You try to find it. Like, you know, it, it updates when it, it shows the screen, the thing, the last thing that you were on, but then mm-hmm. it like updates and you got to scroll to find it. I couldn't find it, but somebody had a meme. It was like, instead of saying good morning, say grand rising. Fuck instead of like, yo, when I saw and I was trying to find it again to send to you. I couldn't find that shit, but nigga, please grand mm-hmm. rise. So we have two different scenarios. Do you want to go with the one with, I don't know, Suki surprises. You don't say it. Just well, give them what they need. It's one about cheating and one about um carrying the the duties as a new parent. Which one you want? Mm, I feel spicy today because it's nice out and I want to get on the grill. So let's do cheating. Yikes. Okay. Hey, Suki. Hey, Dolo. My question is whether you all agree or disagree. Men definitely stay with someone after they cheat more than most people think they do. 
They just don't tell anyone, not even their friends. Oh, like being cheated on. Yeah. That's that's the end of it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. I'm gonna be absolutely honest with you. I'm not this is not to say, and I'm I'm okay. I'm in a different space in my life where I can be more open and telling people shit. I am oh like it depends. There's a lot of things, there's a lot of different, you know things and I think we've mentioned it like I'm at a space where if if I was cheated on knowingly like it came out like cheated on me um it depends on how long we were together with all those things I factor a lot of that shit into put that in my my computer and let that fucking compute you know what I'm saying but it really depends on the certain you know situation but I would be very upset and I would have to look at it if I can get past it and not be in a, in a hurt place where I'm hurting you now. Like I'm to the point where I'm just need to hurt you constantly. If I can get past that, then maybe I can move forward. But I don't want to be like it. I can say that it would suck to be cheated on, still love that person and want to be with them. But you're so fucking hurt. All you can do is hurt them. You know what I'm saying? So if I can get past that, if I can literally sit down and talk to myself and we figure this out, if I can get past that, that's all I can say. If I can get past that and we have a conversation and we have to grow from it and it's going to be a lot, you're going to be in the doghouse for a minute or the kitty litter, whatever the fuck women be in. You're going to be in that <laughs> shit for a minute because like out of this trust is gone. First thing first, I want to know everything. We gonna sit down and I want to know. Oh, I want to know My everything. God. Cause that's the first part I need to know. Like, cause if you was listen, like that's a lot. That's that helps me though. That helps How? me. So I need to know what happened. I need like for me, logically speaking, like I need to know if me listening. It be like mine. <laughs> it's not a comparison thing at all. It definitely is not a comparison. So thing. when he picked you up, he used one hand. All right, that's different. I give him that one. I give him that one. That, so that's y'all his. went. So y'all went to Cheesecake Factory. You never took me to Cheesecake Factory. Oh, you got the tip too? No, nah, like for real. Like for real. For me, I would want to know everything, and the reason why is because. I want to know if this was intentional. If like, cause a person could say it wasn't, I didn't mean to do it. But if I, if you, you just fall on the D like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you got to understand in a person's story, how y'all met, how this shit all came to be. That breaks down everything I need to know. Yeah. It's going to lend into y'all getting y'all fucking each other, but I need to know how this happened. Like where this, where this came from. That's me. That, that helps me with mm-hmm. understanding how I'm going to move forward with this conversation. Now, if you don't want to tell me nothing, it doesn't matter. Move forward. Are oh, we done, baby girl? But that's the thing about cheating is that a lot of people put cheating as sex. Mm-hmm. Cheating starts off like, <laughs> I'm going to share this. One of the most embarrassing things as a woman dating a nigga because loving a man is embarrassing to an extent. Jesus. Um, I never heard was that. going through one of my That's ex's like phone and seeing that he was being thirsty. Uh-huh. Like, and I'm looking at the girls because he saved their pictures as mm-hmm. their contact too. So oh, that's uh, like that's you a, sure? Because I mean, the phone. I don't know what year this was, but you know, certain phones depend on the year. This phones. was recent, so and you know so the phone. I went is, through, she, maybe not saving sometimes. And that's and that's fine. Okay, but seeing that you being thirsty mm-hmm. 
And like you're asking a bitch why we don't talk, why we don't talk, why we don't talk no more. Where you at? What you doing? What you doing? Why we don't talk? Why we don't talk? And the bitch like, I was in a car accident. I read the whole thread. Oh shit! I was in a car accident. What do you want me to do? Oh, I'm, my bad. I hope you. I hope you good. And I'm just like, you're a clown. Oh wow! I didn't know this. Like this is crazy. So I think it's just for me. Is that cheating? That is cheating. Yo, why you keep hitting up this bitch every day? Yeah, like like it's your girl. And when I'm trying to text you to tell you to take some shit out the freezer yeah. so that you can eat. Because you cross-reference the time. For time. Yeah. I know that, that part. Because I'm one of them. Like, oh. <laughs> so I hit so you. So this is what the fuck you be doing at work? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for me, what, what, what I gather after my findings yeah. is that you a piece of shit. Yeah. Like. And so often, I guess, you know, I don't know. And in dating, I think that if you come with a story and you're a woman and you're broken, Mm -hmm. uh, you'll be more likely to be married and cared for versus if you show up as like, you know, a healed whole person. You got to have a little bit of a story where a nigga think he's saving you, you know, for him to go for him to go back when you cheat. Because when I'm looking at a lot of men that I know, you're not in that list of fuck niggas. Thank you. I appreciate that. A lot of niggas that I know give they women like relentless opportunities Uh to show you I'm a raggedy ass bitch. Uh And, you know, I'm the one that got to hear about it. Uh So when I be sitting there, I'm like, I was canceled for less. Mm -hmm. And here you are eating this bitch ass, knowing that you know another man done yomp on the cakes. Uh-huh. And you like, well, you know, I'm really working on this is the last time because See, if like, it's look, enough. And now, I'm looking like, like So look, huh? I'm not, I'm not look. So Explain. like I said, for me, I'm not saying that I'm just gonna take somebody back because they cheated on me, right? I'm not saying that. I want that to be clear. You know what I'm saying? I However, think it was that show you told me to watch about love stories or something on HBO Max, but the guy essentially got caught cheating through the iPad. Oh, you talking about lo- um, What was that? It was a, the season two of, I don't know, so you never watched it? I nigga? did watch it, but oh. that's how he got caught when yeah, yeah. she, because the iPad and his um, iPhone was linked together and yeah. she was going through the messages, but and then you was also talking bad about your girl yeah, to, to the, another to bitch. A, to, and the fact that she was black and she was white. Yeah, it was a lot. And so she just felt like she, yeah, it was over. And they, they, that was, they divorced. It was out. Then they went she to the She moved next, the fuck out. Yeah, it was, that was a really good show. That season because was Because really it shows good. you how fast your life could blow up but through text was, messaging. Through text messaging also. And it was a black man in this one. And it was very uh, relatable. He was trying to, all the women that he dated and trying to find himself. And that's dating. Like, I'm not even, I don't even yeah. think that that's dating. I didn't look um, at the shows, but it was very insightful to me. Yeah, it was. Yeah, listen, that's how don't it be. Don't link your devices. No, I'm just fucking with y'all. No, but on a serious note, like how one small thing could blow up an innocent conversation between two people of where you in your mind think it's innocent. But I always looked at when I was in a relationship, like how I'm talking to somebody. How would I feel if my partner picked up this phone right now Mm -hmm. and looked at my messages? Would I be comfortable with the nature of the conversation? So it's like anything that was inappropriate. I've always halted that. Like, all right, yo, like, chill out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or I'm not even going to respond. Yeah. Because that is cheating. I think people go to cheating as So let me physical. let me let me let me say this though. Let me say this. Mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying since you're going that deep. If don't respond like that not responding thing still doesn't mean anything cuz look, I'm gonna say this. Why do a motherfucker think it's okay to like say that to you? No, no. I don't listen. What I'm saying is this. For example, 
Um, I'm gonna try to be vague. If I if I find somebody attractive, right, mm-hmm. and I I don't know, um, constantly holler at them and say not like being real extra, but like you know, how was your day? You know, you know, just shit like that, just here and there. And sometimes she responds, sometimes she doesn't. But there was never everything online, never anything to say that she doesn't have a boyfriend. Where is it that where do you stop the line? Just from just because. If I'm not being disrespectful to you and I had your number and I'm shooting you texts here and there, not being extra, like I'm not being extra, but you're just ignoring me from time to time and I'm not being anything aggressive. You haven't told me to stop or anything or haven't said, look, I got a boyfriend and I would like, please, you know, I'm not gaslighting. I'm not trying to turn no. this on to you or anything. But is that in, a, in that case, though, that's still not cool either, though. Not at all. So, like that's what I mean. The right average now. person keeps people. Let's 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 be honest. Let's be what it is. The Keep average people. Up. The average. Everybody <laughs> has that man or woman that you keep in a back pocket. Like that's like a. I don't know when my nigga acting up. I can talk to this person. Yeah. Right. So when you get serious about somebody, mm-hmm. though, you gotta cut all that shit. Mm-hmm. Because there are blurred lines and eventually something's going to get crossed and somebody's going to feel disrespected. Yeah. So when I'm serious about a nigga, all of that extra shit, uh-huh. it got to go. When do you think, when is that time frame? Just in general, like not talking I say about anywhere it. between three and six months. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think between three and six months you can determine. I mean, even though I had a nigga tell me that he was serious about me, but then, you know, I caught him doing something else. So you got to understand my fuckers lie too. So they'll tell you that they want you on lock, but then they out here wilding. Yeah. It happens, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah. I yeah. mean, even in my previous relationship, when I caught him on an online date, it's like the response that I got was like, well, we had just started talking. No, no. But if a man hugs me, uh-huh. you about to lose your shit. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? No, so it's you. like, where do we weigh? Like, how does this, what... Yeah. What, what are we talking about right now? You know what I mean? I think people try to weigh in on what's important to them, mm-hmm. um, forgetting that there was probably a moment where you were extended grace or you were extended certain things, but that's just how people are. So look, I'm going to tell you, if it don't feel right, dub yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. all that shit should be, I always say, look at the content of the conversation that you're having with said person. If it seems like it's, inappropriate and it feels inappropriate usually it's inappropriate number one number yeah. two if my partner was just like yo let me see your phone like if and i know heart, people do this whole shit we don't do phone we don't yo come on i don't like this culture of being everything being hidden if i'm winning if i get in a relationship it's organized chaos when you winning. have organized chaos nobody knows what the fuck is going on Listen, it's hard to catch you doing first anything. of all everybody got to stop moving like they fucking angelina jolie and brad pitt you're not you're not that important and it comes off hiding all that stuff it comes off as if you sneaky you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying i'm gonna be absolutely honest with you if i when and if i start dating like i mean in a like in a relationship with somebody y'all gonna know simple as that like i'm not gonna hide it's not gonna be all this just no and i'm one of those people like i'm not gonna be like this my girlfriend i ain't gonna be nothing like that but it's gonna be known like i'm fucking with her yeah i don't care if like if my partner knew the password to my phone or my laptop i don't give a fuck about this shit because password phone to everybody right i mean because (laughs) if you're holding it you trying to change the song i mean here but it's nothing because there's nothing in there there's nothing happening i don't have anything to hide yeah yeah 
I mean, if you go through my text, you probably going to see me leaning on a bunch of niggas. That's probably <laughs> it. But like, and it might be a key key for you. But oh my God. Outside of that, no, nah, there's really nothing in there. Yeah. There's nothing in there. So I was never one of those people like, I hate niggas. You got to go to the bathroom with your phone. Both phones. You got to go to the bathroom. You take all your shit in the bathroom. Yes. You walk around the whole house with everything. Like you can't leave. Like I could leave my phone in the living room and go in my room. Yeah. I could leave my phone in the bed. I have done it before. I left it in the bathroom on the windowsill one time and been in my room laying down. Like, and I mean, even in a relationship, I've left my phone in the kitchen and went to go lay down. Like, mm. I don't. Yeah. I don't got nothing to hide. But when you have a person that's carrying their phone everywhere with them, every time they go to the bathroom, every time they, man, look, if the flags ain't burning, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what is. Well, look, uh, I tried. We tried to get this show into under an hour. We had an hour and 37. I did want to mention one thing, though, mm-hmm. and we didn't mention the trending topics. Um, yesterday in Buffalo, New York, uh, uh, an 18 year old white male drove hours um, from Binghamton, like right outside of Binghamton, New York, um, which is like more north, I believe, more like south east or something of the state of new york but it's binghamton um right outside of there and he drove hours to buffalo new york where he drove around the hood um for for a little bit he was over on a few i'm not gonna mention the names because y'all won't know the streets but he was at several different streets before he ended up he went to mcdonald's um before he ended up going into a tops which is um if you're from the maryland area tops is like equivalent to giant giant foods we also have wegmans but you know there's tops and he pulled into a top um, supermarket um, grocery store and um, the Jefferson area, which is they call it a low income area. It is. It's a lot of I don't want to say low income, but that area, Jefferson is a historic area. Um, a lot of older people live there because in that area in the 70s was um, it was thriving. Uh, the Juneteenth Festival was the the oldest Buffalo is known for having the oldest Juneteenth festival in the United States. Mm. And it started on Jefferson in the seventies, I believe 67, but probably like the seventies, but it, that's where it started. So that, that area is very historic. Um, a lot of people grew up, you, you like, you know, Jefferson area, you know, a lot of older people, but anyway, this, um, white male, H and white male proceeded to, um, pull his car up, um, in front of the, in front of the tops, um, got out and proceeded to shoot uh, mm. 14 people. Um, of Did he start in the parking lot or he started? Or 13. He started in the parking lot. And there's that, like, I'm not going to, well, I, you know, being from Buffalo, you know, you, you see a whole, like everybody is posting the videos and sending it because people know people and everything. So the, I've seen mm. one video of him driving because um, he live streamed it on Twitch. Yeah, he live streamed it and uh, he has a manifesto that he talked about what he was doing. He was going to do it. He definitely said WNY, like as in Western New York, where he was going to go. Um, this was targeted. This was a targeted hate crime, terrorist attack. Um, I do not want to hear mental illness, although he's already been arraigned and, and he's going to have a uh, uh, a mental check. They're going to do a mental check and he's going to be back in court in five days. Um, but he he literally got out. Um in this video, he shot um, one woman with a, I believe it was a, it was a, a high caliber rifle, um, shot her in the head. Um, he shot a few people outside. He shot three people outside. 
um, and then proceeded to walk inside of the tops where there is a because it is kind of the low income area. There's always a uh, security guard there, armed guard. It was an armed um, Buffalo police officer, um, an armed retired Buffalo police officer who opened fire on the exchange. But this kid had tactical gear on. Mm. Um, and it meaning he, he had body piercing, um, armor. I mean, like you could bullet piercing armor. You couldn't, well, he didn't, he had, um, body armor on. So you really couldn't like with a low caliber gun, like a, a 40 or a, a 38 is probably not going to pierce, you know, especially if you want to shoot out. And is back. that something you can just order that online, right? You can yeah. buy that stuff online or you can make it too. You can make it. That stuff is, you can make all that stuff. If you have the right metal, all mm. that stuff, you can make it to protect yourself. But he, um, they exchanged, he ended up killing that, that security guard. Um, and he killed several, he's killed, he killed, he killed 10 people. Damn. 13 people were shot. 10 died. Um, mm. and the, the, the crazy thing is one, I want to say thank you for everybody that reached out to check on my family. Yeah, some of my family I also pre- had text and acts but they told me that yeah yeah yeah. i told them that you had told me everybody that you knew was all right um it it really just sucks because when you know i heard about it before obviously and y'all heard about it um and i immediately called my mother because that tops is so that tops that's the tops you go to if you're in that area or if you want their fried chicken they cook make good fried chicken so when my mother if she's doing something for the church and she don't want to she don't want to cook all this chicken. She'll just go there and pick up some right, chicken. Right. Um, and my father goes there every week because it's not too far from a bar that he goes to. And they have an ATM in there, a Citizens Bank ATM where he goes there. So he go there all the time. So when I called, I called and told my parents about it. Thankfully, thank God I was able to tell them about it. And they answered the phone because that could have been, you know, that could have, right. they could have been there, you know. Um but, you know, my family is OK. However, I do know people that lost people, you know, um, a lot of the people. There were some older people. There was a, a older woman that was um, part of a, she's she was 77 years old and she was part of the food pantry and she did great things in the community. And she was there just going grocery shopping. She had went to the doctors, I believe, and or was going to pick up something to eat. Um, there was another person who. Um, somebody I know personally, um, his grandmother was killed. Mm. Um, and there was a, there was younger people. There was not too young, but I think everybody was either 30 or older. How did they get him down? Eventually what cops responded or? The nigga was supposed to kill himself and didn't. I have a picture I can show you. He got, he, he, they, they, he, they put handcuffs on him and they pushed him into the car. Not unharmed. I'm going to tell you something too, Suki. Uh, a few weeks ago, this didn't make national news, none of y'all noticed, but in that, and um, kind of close to the area, like 10 minutes from that area, um, still on the east side of Buffalo, there was a, there was like a, over like a hundred shots let out um, in that area. A car got shredded by the police. It was a black, a person, a, bland, a man with a gun, black man with a gun. It was across the street from a precinct. They lit that car up. That man survived. I don't think he died. They didn't kill that man in that mm. car, but they shot that car up. This man had a high caliber rifle because he didn't kill. Like the the thing is, they didn't shoot first and ask questions for that last for that man. But for this, right. they shot that car up, and it's just really starting to. It's really disheartening because I'm 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 really in the, in a, in a place where I am right now. I really want to know why. So. 
there's a part of me that really wants to know why, like what is in his mind to think he can do that. But also the, the, the other side of me really wants him to, I really want him to be an example. Like I really wanted him to lose his life and be honest because of what he did. Because if people can, if people are seeing that I can do what I'm doing and still get away with it, then what's the point? Then what's like, like what's the point? Like, you know, you're still doing it. So it's a lot of things going on, of course. And today was kind of difficult because now all the names are starting to come out in in the town. Like, if you're from Buffalo, you st- people are. That's how I know this stuff, right? Like, nobody knows the names um, of the people, but I do, like, because they're posting them, and uh, it's this person's cousin, this person's grandmother, mm. all this. And you go on a timeline, and people are just sending them condolences. The one person I know, he's on a fucking trip with his wife right oh now. My Can you imagine God. being on a, an anniversary trip? And you hear that and something happened that to your family member, you know, and mm. so that, you know, my condolences and prayers are out to him. My condolences go out to that whole family. Right. The hatred that I see right now that I know that they have for this man, it, it probably is unmatched. And it just sucks that Buffalo is being put on being put on a national spotlight for something like this. This isn't the first mass shooting. We've had we've had one, but it was black on black. It made a little bit of news, but it wasn't big like this because right. that was a white man going to kill a whole bunch of black people, which in that kind of way, that's easier to for media outlets to talk about mass shooting that that resonates with people that brings more clicks and all that. Mm-hmm. But a few years like in 2012, there were like 10 years ago, it was something called a Park City Grill or City Grill um, shooting where a man went into a uh, bar and shot like. 10 people, 12 people. Like it was, he shot everybody up. My cousin was in Arima. Um, it was crazy. They shot everybody, but like five people died. Um, and that was, and it, that resonated because somebody was, nobody should lose their life in an event where they're just having fun. But a person was back Never. there to celebrate their, they had just got married and they were back home to, they had a reception back home. So their it's reception, like some kill bill shit. their reception turned into, a fucking funeral like yeah, they were back sick. like so yeah man it's just the whole this whole Ugh. thing is crazy but again thank you for everybody that reached out to me dm me i really appreciated that um like i didn't expect that like all day people like my phone was just blinking dinging checking on me and i just you know i wasn't even frustrated because you know you get sick of saying the same thing over and over yeah. again but i really appreciated that because it was genuine it felt genuine it was like oh just check and make sure and i i literally got some texts today from people um, while we've been recording. So yeah, man, like, you know, keep everybody's um, like, just keep Buffalo in your prayers. And hopefully, you know, as I'm sure now by Monday, you'll start to see a lot of news and what's happening. Um, I'll probably have to talk about it several times because now when I go back to work, people are going to ask me is your family, you know, but um, it's crazy, man. I I feel really bad for that whole situation. I could have, and the thing is, it was more like he was planning to like if he would have got away with that, the next plan was for him to just start going everywhere and just keep keep killing. He had on the tip of his gun. I'll show you a picture. The tip of his gun, I said nigger. On the rail of his gun. <sighs> yeah. So it was, you know, it's been a crazy, crazy, crazy day or two days since that happened. But, you know. Hopefully, I hate to like, I don't want to end it on this kind of thing, but you know, it really, it does suck. But I mean, it's, there has to be, just be aware of y'all surroundings, guys. It's unfortunate that it's coming to this, um, and that we are targeted in this capacity. Um, 
I just hope yeah. they, I hope they call it what it is and not yeah, try to and spin not it. Yeah, and not try to spin it. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. So that's what I'm like at this wow. point. This is where because I'm nervous for the town. Because if that happens, we will definitely riot. We're gonna definitely riot, and I and I'm nervous because we're not gonna riot where we need to riot. We're gonna riot in the places where my family lives, and they're gonna do hurtful things. And I don't. I'm I'm very protective of my family. So right. you know, last riot that happens that that was after um <clears throat> when all these riots were happening during COVID time during twenty in twenty twenty that was happening right on my block, like on the street that I live off of, and like you know Harlan's mother lives not too far from my mother. And my mother lives there, my brothers, and I'm thinking about pe- like cops, it's like people robbing you here, shooting and all. It's just wild. Right. And so like, you know, Buffalo isn't big. So, you know, that that, you know, that that kind of shit is is no joke. Hopefully um, America as a whole recognizes that we got some issues. Well, yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't know when when we will finally have some, I don't know, relief yeah. in that respect, but between the the hate crimes, shootings, and you know y'all telling women what to do with their bodies and shit, <laughs> right. it's, it's it's becoming very taxing. Oh, and the Texas thing, we didn't even talk about that. That's, right, I don't even know. I I don't I don't I don't know why. I don't know why. I I guess <clears throat> I guess in my mind, I'm just trying to understand why is this even I why I, yeah I get it. Like you know, people are saying you shouldn't police women's bodies. The bigger question is, why are they? I have a theory and I can share it real quick before we're done. So my theory is, is that uh, white people know that eventually they will be the minority Mm -hmm. and not the majority. The stats on a lot of things in terms of um, public assistance and abortion is white women. It's mm. not black women. Um, and so I think that I wonder if that has something to do with that connection. You think they trying to because um stand, they still trying to be the majority. Yeah. Make them have these children. Um and then even the comments about when someone asks, you know, if you were sexually assaulted, you know, why would you want to keep a child that is a product of like yeah, a sexual assault and one woman um from the Senate, I think it was, she responded like that they don't correlate. Like that doesn't have anything to do with anything. Oh, okay. It's really weird. This whole thing. And they, but yet people still trying to tell me to go down to Texas because they're real estate cheaper. Fuck out of here. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to just tell y'all this. I do firmly believe. And usually when I say things, they come true. They're accurate. I'm telling everybody to be safe this summer. I think that this summer is about to be wild as shit. You think, you think oh, it's I'm gonna sure. lead to the other sh- the other shit that people be talking? I don't want to say it. The other like you know because they the Roe versus Wade you know get around. I think that there's so many pivotal things happening that like if you're going out, you're gonna be out and about. Just be vigilant. Mm-hmm. Be aware of your surroundings. Pay attention, and it's okay to sit certain things out. Listen, that's why I'm. That's why it, I'm it's investing. definitely okay. Listen, I was telling you that's why I'm investing in my house and my peace. Right, like I really want to be the person. Like I don't even go out like that no more. People really be hitting me up, be like, "Where we at?" I was like, "Yo, I'll go somewhere if you have a place to go." But I'm past the age right. where I just want to go somewhere. I don't even and really want to be out. out because motherfuckers don't know how to act. Like that—that's my problem. And I feel like the hotter it gets, mm-hmm. the more violence we are predicted to see. Yeah. I really do believe that because you got to think like 
last summer, sorry, I got the hiccups. Last summer, everybody thought that was the summer. Mm-hmm. Shit kind of still got on lock, like where we couldn't really, you know, yeah. maneuver. Festivals are coming back. Concerts are coming back. Um, just big gatherings are coming back. And, you know, I'm going to the roost picnic oh, and I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. I got this thing where I'm on the fence. Like, I ain't even really trying to fuck with this. For just real. take some vitamin C before you go. It's not even about COVID oh. for me. Like, I can protect myself. You just talking about niggas. Against, it's, it's just niggas nigging. Like, and, and that's what At I'm worried about. Too, you know? Right. And, and that's what I'm worried about. And even like. Because no shade, we have allowed a Jack Harlow into the space. How many white motherfuckers I'm going to have to deal with at this particular event, you know, where it's like, what, what, yeah. you, what you in here for? Like, like seriously. That's what in you, Philly, right? Yeah. When is it? Um, September? June 3rd, 4th. I mean, sorry, 4th and 5th. June? Mm-hmm. It's coming up. 4th and 5th. Yeah. The first week in June. You staying? Or are you just going up there and coming back? No, I'm saying I'm going both days. I oh. got my tickets for both days. You going dolo? Nah, oh, you going with the homies. Oh, yeah, okay. but um, I just hope that we are safe, uh-huh. that we're all right, because I really have been on the fence about like doing big, big uh-huh. shit like that. Um, I want to go to Rolling Loud in Toronto. Yeah, I did too. I want to go to that, and you know, that ain't nothing but a hop, skipping, and jumping. Right me. from from you. So, um, I don't know. I'm gonna figure that shit out. I want to do so much, but. I got a yeah. child. I got to buy some for Harlan. Her birthday is in July. So. That too. And I'm trying to, you know, save some money. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I guess what I'm saying is it's okay to sit out of things. Yeah. Um, it's okay to use your summer to travel and see friends yeah. and may, maybe not necessarily like having a, a said activity, but just to pull up, kick it, hang out, you know, hit the store, go that's out to it. eat, listen. you know, some light shit, like cook out on the grill, just that's, cool out. Like That's what I'm, listening. I'm telling you, I'm investing into my peace with that house, man. All that stuff, my little fire glass. I got the little fire glass now for my, for my, for my fire pit. That shit going to be lit. Literally. It's right. going to be lit. It's going to be cool, man. I'm going to have, you know, I got my grill and hopefully I'll be able to host people soon. Like I'm thinking I should be comfortably. I think I can host about eight to 10 people comfortably. Um, you know, so I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure that out, but yeah, man. Um, uh, what have you learned from this, this episode, Sugi? That even being a thirst box in the text messages constitutes as cheating. Cheating is anything that you wouldn't want your partner to do, you know, Mm -hmm. don't do it. That part. It's really that simple. I don't know why everybody make this shit so complicated, but I think, like I said, I think people just hold cheating to be um sex. Yeah. And it's conversation. It's taking a bitch to get something to eat. Yeah, I wanna it's know. all of them things. Yeah. Don't don't like you took a bitch to get what? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, if you gotta think if you gotta ask yourself, is it's it just, cheating? It's a, it probably it's cheating, is. Probably, you it know? probably is. And then you go down this long justification road. If you on justification road, get out of there. I it ain't the thing. Um, what have I learned from this episode? Um, like Suki said, be vigilant. You know, um, be thankful. Tell your people you love them more. Like, you know, it's okay to say you love you. Tell your mother you love her out of nowhere. And, you know, your father. Do it. And, um, you know, if you don't got a father figure, it's okay. You know, it's okay. Find your salvation in someone else other than Kevin Samuels, fellas. Yeah. Tap into, like, a lot of our elders in the community, if you tap into them, yo, some of them really do have some gems to drop. Yeah. All of them ain't, you know, off. There's yeah. some of them that really have some some 
some good things to drop. And we need to think about how we treating each other. Seriously. This battle of women ain't shit, men ain't shit. Like, we got to come up out of that. I keep telling people, man, love each other, man. Yo, love love is going to um save all this shit. We worried, about, we worried about the wrong things between each other as black men and black women. The whole time, there's other shit that's happening that we're not even focusing on because black Twitter trying to cancel somebody for some dumb shit. But, you know, that's my whole thing. Um, our rest in peace to uh, Kevin Samuels. And um, rest in peace to the 10 people that lost their lives in Buffalo, New York um, yesterday, um, May 14th um, at the Tops Mass shooting. Um, with that being said, you can follow me. I'm going I'm to still say my thing. Follow me. My, I need some more likes and follows. Follow me. Yeah. I'm going to start posting again, though, too. I was about to post a picture yesterday. I was like, nah, I'm going to hold on to that thing. Um, follow me at So Your Dolo if you haven't already. Um, at S O Y U R D O L O, and we can go to this uh, black flea market. I'm with that shit. Yeah, it's literally right across the street. And if I'm you here. heard any music in the background, so shout outs to the black ass flea market giving black owned businesses an opportunity to vend and spread the word about their business and share the wealth of these lovely products. Yeah, I'm about to, I need created. some. I need some beard stuff, and I need. Yeah, some, I think some. I want another juice. I'm definitely about to go back across the street. All right. Um, where can they follow you if you want people to follow you? Suki, S-U-K-I underscore, underscore, uh-huh. <laughs> M-I-Y-O-K-O. And uh, you can follow us both at our show uh, at the ABP show. Um, with that being said, this has been a... Never Black Podcast. I am Dolo and... Suki. Y'all stay dope. Oh, shit. How do I do that? Did I do the thing? Wait, hold on. There we go. <laughs>